just waiting. All right. And we are live. Welcome to the Iron Lords Podcast, episode number 84. And it's another glorious Sunday, and we are back at the round table on the Lord's Day. I'm extremely excited about our special guest, so we're going to get right into it. I want to introduce a Lord who is not only considered a genuine friend to the realm, but is always a pleasure to cross paths with at each and every press event and gaming convention. This Lord exemplifies the definition of true gaming passion, is one of the hardest workers in the business, yet always exudes consistent professionalism with any Lord he comes in contact with. Introducing the United States Community Manager for War Horse Studios and PR for the narrative award-winning Kingdom Come Deliverance franchise. The Lord of all things Bohemia and one of the very first Lords to rock the ILP t-shirt with the utmost swag. Making his debut into the realm of the Lords, my man, Lord Rick Lagnese. How you doing, sir? Doing good. That was that was nice, man. <laughs> saying, man, you weren't gonna mess around. That was a serious plug. Okay, let's you know? go. <laughs> <laughs> Absolute pleasure to have you in the realm. You Thank are a lord at what you do, and it's only right we had you here at the realm of the lords. Man, are you ready to have some fun? Oh, and we're already having fun, man. <laughs> <laughs> no doubt, man. So happy to have you here, man. Long overdue. Gosh. Thank you. Absolutely. And of course, you know we have the four horsemen of gaming, those original lords of the realm here at the round table. My co-host with the co-most, my brother from another mother, the difficult game conqueror, and the how of the young wolf. My man, Lord Addict, how you doing, sir? Doing pretty good. That's it? <laughs> wow. Somebody <laughs> get, more, get that Red Bull, baby. That's all we got. Yep. Oh, oh, this oh. is an under the rope session. This yeah, is a whole in the office. <laughs> no, I'm wide awake. I just don't feel like talking. Oh <laughs> <laughs> man, uh, what, what you been playing? What, what, what you been playing, Addy? What happened? They slid that MPDs up under your bed. You don't want to go there, man. <laughs> I got the inside inside saying you wrong. <laughs> you got the inside inside. My spidey sense is tingling, baby. Oh, your spidey sense about to lose. <laughs> no doubt, man. I hear you. I hear you. It's just been, just been a low key day, just chilling. That kind of deal. Yeah, I mean, it, I see you playing Sinner, Sinner Sacrifice. Yeah, I, I beat Sinner. I actually beat it twice. Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. Ooh. Wow. Salute to those yeah, guys. I beat it when I reviewed it, and I beat the. Uh, well, apparently, I didn't know this, but now I. If you banish all the sins, you actually have a different final boss. I didn't know that until yesterday. So gotcha. I got to go through there and find out how to banish every individual sin so I can fight the, the secret last boss. No doubt. No doubt. That's, that's, that's even if that's real. Who knows? I'll probably do it and it'll be a gi- giant troll. So. <laughs> Shout out to another indie, man. Looks like those guys are doing well. Hit game pass as well. So salute. What is it? Sinner Sacrifice Redemption, the full name? Mm-hmm. You said this in game pass? Yes, yeah, big announcement this week. They are in game oh, pass. So my those guys. We also met them at PAX. Very Look at cool you acting like you're gonna play that. <laughs> no, no, you know what? You know what's funny? Um that 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 game is directly up your alley, and I'm not yeah. gonna disrespect your talents when it comes to that mm-hmm. because it, that was serious. Me and you going through that game was incredible. Mm-hmm. But for people that like that type of game, 
that game is serious, and for it to be in Game Pass, I think that's a, that that's huge. That's huge to me. So, yeah, yeah. Oh, oh, Rick's attention is up. Yeah, yeah look at what is going on. Tell him, Adam. Sinner Sacrifice Redemption. I hate saying Dark Souls clone because it's not, you know, it's got that that gameplay. I think that's what most people say when they, you know, say Dark Souls clone. It's got that gameplay from Dark Souls because they kind of like started their own genre with Dark Souls. Right. Uh, it's got that kind of gameplay, but the difference is, it's, it's you know, it's just a boss rush where you only fight the bosses, and every time you fight a boss, you actually have to sacrifice something on you from like attributes to your health to your shield. Uh, and when you beat the boss, you get you get you have to redeem yeah. that you beat the boss. You get health, but you don't get what you originally sacrificed back. Mm. So, so basically, there you're giving up. A, you start off powerful, and you kind of you start out the strongest you'll get, and you get weaker from every boss. Oh, that is sick! Crazy. I like yeah. like the, <laughs> when I fought the last boss, I had a lot of health. And what's funny is uh, you get more health, but that's kind of useless because you they take like half your health when they hit you on this game. Wow. Yeah, I know. I saw. I saw when he was doing it. I was cheering him on. It was incredible. So it may, it may have Lord Rick. It may have your attention there, huh? I'm already looking. Yeah. He said, "Dark Souls." Yeah, yeah. It's on Discord. It's on Discord. Yeah. Okay. Attic, do you have to? Do you have to switch back and forth between the the two handed sword and the and the sword and the shield, or you could just pick one? You could just use one. I, I switch back and forth because certain bosses are easier to use the shield with than others. Mm. Uh, when you fight Lust, uh, she because they're all based off of the uh, Seven Deadly Sins. It's like the worst people in history have been reincarnated into Seven Deadly Sins. Mm. And when you fight Lust, she uh, she's really fast, but if uh, you know shield can parry her a lot easier. And then when you take her health down to zero. Uh, if you don't kill her before she do, uh, it does her transformation, you have to fight a giant worm. Wow. Uh, so, you know, that can get really... The first time I did it, I killed her before she transformed. Mm -hmm. And so I thought it was easy. Well, when I did it the second time, I realized, well, how did I do it? Because it wasn't easy. Because I couldn't get her killed. Because <laughs> I would hit her once or twice and she would almost be dead. Uh -huh. And then she would just transform. I think what I did is I caught my sword on fire the first time. So mm. I did more damage. I think that's what I did. But okay. you know, there are yo, yo sovereign. Yo, we walking away from the game, and he's like looking back at the game, like he like he left a piece of himself. Yeah, like, man, because I didn't tell you it. right now, man. I could get back to. I could beat yes. that. Yeah, I was, was right like, there. Yeah, I could beat it. He was like a fighter. You know, like a prize fighter, and you like, yeah, yeah like no, put me back in, coach. That kind of hit me. That kind of hit me, but uh, Code Vein, I almost beat that boss, and that frustrated me because uh, he's like, I gotta wait till next year to actually I beat know. him. <laughs> no, I, like, you don't even know. Like, I, I had everyone around the area behind me because that dude was almost dead. Only yeah. like six people beat it the entire the entire time. Class. Shout out to those guys, Bandai Namco, Dimitri. I believe yeah. we also had Pat Pat had Xbox with us. To an inch of health, and I was <laughs> going at him, and I and I ran out of stamina. Mm -hmm. And I started like you know breathing and stuff instead of hitting him. And the dude <laughs> literally backed. It. He he backed up. He looked at me and he just he just slapped me. <laughs> Shout out to Punch. He said, uh, "I watch Attic play." He said he was raging on that game. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> no doubt. And of course, we have our most technical gaming lord, the solo gamer who lives for the single player selfish experience, and also the Sostradamus. Mr. Offline Profile Illuminati and Lord Patreon of the Iron Bank. My man, Lord Sovereign. How you doing, sir? 
I'm doing fantastic, man. Five days away, I'm getting antsy, man. I'm getting antsy, man. Friday, <laughs> you guys are ridiculous. Oh my lord! <laughs> what what could you? What game is this that you're possibly antsy about? Know. I don't. I have no idea. <laughs> I can tell you right he now, it's over. He, he can't wait for horse gonads. Exactly. That's what he's looking for. <laughs> 4K gonads. This dude out here wants to play a Wild Wild West simulator. That's all he wants to play. Oh, my God. (laughs) He likes spaghetti westerns, man. You can't take that away from him, man. We grew up on the good, bad, and the ugly, baby. (laughs) (laughs) No doubt. So uh, what else you been playing, Tom? What you been in the meantime? I've been playing a little bit of everything, man. I still haven't gone gone back to Tomb Raider, which is, uh, you know, it's sad. But I'll I'll get there. I'll get there. Backlog. The Assassin's Creed Odyssey, been playing a lot of that, been playing a lot of the uh, Forza Horizon. Uh, those seasonal events, man, in Forza, man, every single season feels so distinct. The terrain feels so distinct. Like, it feels like four separate games every time the season changes. It's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. It, it is. that The level of polish in that game is sort of nuts. Mm-hmm. Um, nice. Playing that, I picked up Center for the Switch. I only played, I got up to the first half. How's that frame rate? It's not. It's not. It's not. me that you picked it up for that that portability and it didn't work out for you. Yeah, it was, Dude, it was portable, portable enough to go in the bushes got, with it. Let's just say I hope there's a patch forthcoming because I, 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 told I got to that first one. Apparently, the PlayStation has the same issues, but the Xbox doesn't. Like, I know, right? Apparently, the Xbox can handle hard stuff. Boy. Oh, my Hello. God. <laughs> so, so pretty much, yeah, because I'm surprised you did it because Kaibatsu wanted me to do it. And I'm like, look, man, they just announced Game Pass. That's kind of like a tough yeah. one. Free, free. Well, actually, free. he's saying the Switch ran fine. That's what he was telling me. <laughs> yeah, he, yeah, he told me the same thing. And then when I played it, I was like, I don't know what you're seeing, bro. I don't, I don't know. He got cataracts. I really he want cataracts. I'm, <laughs> I'm very curious on, like, what world does Kabatsu see when he plays Switch games? Because it must be colorful. It must be it's like you just took joy on We Happy Few. Because that's Listen, the only yes. thing I can see. Lord, Lord Rick, we, 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 there's always an internal uh, debate here on the round table as far as the Switch. And what it, it is, don't matter. Song and I, His game we love the portability of it because we're always on the go. <laughs> as a man. I got one. Man, that's always going to go, Rick. Talk to me. I got a switch, man. Is that what we're, that we're debating about? <laughs> no, it's not. It's not having the switch. It's the fact that this, they try to force and shoehorn stuff that the switch cannot do on the switch. We do not look for the switch to be like Big Brother. You know, you know what the biggest question is that the game is doesn't come. <laughs> Man, you ain't get so... Kingdom Come deliverance on the Switch because oh, the yeah, Switch yeah. will literally you gotta, blow you up. You got to hit me with the low blow. <laughs> <laughs> you would try the low Kingdom Come deliverance on there. It would be like, are you it, serious? This isn't an it was, one. <laughs> it was set fire to the Switch. Listen, we and you know, Rick might have to have a conversation in back. We talk about that. Nah, there's no conversations that could be had. <laughs> oh, shout out to Sir Scallets in the chat. Good to see you, bro. Oh, man, some good good faces. All right. And, of course, we have the Incredible Hulk of this, a.k.a. the Excess Gamer. Ooh. The Lord of Combat Sports, who is a man of his convictions, demands nothing less than that premium experience, and is the leader of the fraud alert movement. Ooh. Beloved Lord King. How you doing, sir? We are doing tremendous today. Listen, um... 
my man Rick is here, and Ooh, this is this is a great show to talk about uh, man stuff. <laughs> All right, um, I'm hitting this fraud right now, and we're gonna talk about man stuff real quick. Let's get to it. All right, I, I surround myself with these lords, and these lords are men. That's right. All right, when I when I'm talking about men, men and uh. Black. Exactly. That that's that's the whole thing. We're we're stand up individuals. We're people that uh that we give you our word, and our word is our bond. When you come into this world, you come into this world naked with your voice, and that carries. All right, say so smack you on the butt to hear your voice, to know that you are here to make your presence felt. Okay, and in this uh. That carries, all right? So when you give somebody a bond, when you look at them in the eyes and you shake their hands mm -hmm. and you call someone friend or you invite them into your clan, as a mm -hmm. man or woman, you expect this to be a certain level of respect. Yes. Now, um, guys that have been in our Destiny clan, our Iron Lord uh, Destiny uh, clan, I've told you guys, come over, come one, come all. We welcome all. We welcome the casual. Yes. We welcome the hardcore. Mm -hmm. We welcome everyone. Come, come yeah, <laughs> I mean, then you, you understand if you, if you haven't been playing, you're going to get cut because this is an active community and we're looking to help people and get help and everything. Each one teach one. You understand? The realm is open to all. Mm -hmm. Now, I got to call fraud upon myself okay. in the same scenario. Okay. As uh, Cognito is like, let's say he's the owner of the clan, right? Mm -hmm. So let's say Cognito. Actually, the owner I don't of the think clan. I, I don't think that's a scenario. He is the owner. Of the <laughs> well, 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 you got to understand what I'm about to say. Uh -huh. I am the the manager GM. Yo, the chat is okay? saying hashtag man stuff. This is hilarious, right? I could it, 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 this is, yo y'all y'all about to love this stuff right here. <laughs> so as as the manager GM and and running a team. Mm -hmm. You select people, you bring people over, and you see how it fits with your team. Now, yes. I've always heard this before, why certain GMs and managers won't add certain people to their team because mm -hmm. it might poison the group. Mm. You understand? No, They might have a supreme talent, and they mm. might be great at one thing or something, and they might bring something to the table, but winning at every cost, at all costs, sometimes is not a win at all, it's a loss. Mm. Sound like Terrell Owens in the my 49ers days. Could be. All right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you understand? And, and you make concessions for these people. So as a GM, I lusted over an individual named Tack to bring him over to the clan yes. because with this individual i cleared raids i cleared hard nightfalls yes and he's a supreme talent mm -hmm. but also he's a person that who's full of himself mm. all right but when he's a he's alone he's a nice individual mm -hmm. now hack comes with warts his wart is a, a a player named hardcore now, Hardcore is an individual who doesn't have the same amount of talent as Tack. He may think he does. And he's a very bitter individual. Mm -hmm. Now, that, when those two individuals get together, he spoils how Tack is. Because Tack mm. becomes a different person. Bad association. Now, on these, on, in his squad, he also has a rest of his team, mm -hmm. which is Dino and Sue. Mm -hmm. And they 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 are good people. 
These mm-hmm. two people are really good people. And talking to the clan, once these people defected from the clan, mm-hmm. the people that they miss the most is Dino. Dino is yeah, a very nice absolutely. dude, very very warm-hearted Dino's individual. And yeah. he's 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 a good guy. Now, I'm not talking from a standpoint of bitterness. I'm talking from a standpoint of being a man. If I open my door to you, mm. you do not leave my door open at night and sneak out the back door mm. like a coward. Mm. I open the door to you as a man. You have the respect as a man. Mm-hmm. You lose respect as a man if you walk out. See, because I never knew that they left the clan. If you leave, you can tell me, yo, I'm leaving. That's fine. Open door policy. Have a nice day. It's cool. But while you was there, you were berating other clansmates saying that they were trash. They weren't good. And by uh, by bringing you in, I understand now what it means. Winning at any cost is not a win. That's a loss. So getting the 600 at any cost without bringing up the rest of your clan mates. I wasn't 600 because I was helping my clan mate Monkey, Lord Monkey, get his level up. Or I was helping Lord Cole. And I noticed that certain individuals that I I was playing with before you showed up weren't coming around anymore. Mm. Because they didn't like your vernacular when (laughs) you were there. Exactly. (laughs) So... And, I, and I'm talking to all the clansmates after you're gone, 99% of them are happy you left. Woo. 100% are happy that hardcore is gone. Mm. So you won't be missed, but I'm going to give you some part knowledge because I know your boy listens. <laughs> Bad the next time you go someplace else, you walk in as a man, you leave as a man because that's how you'll be remembered. Mm-hmm. In this world, you come in with only your word and your bond. Mm-hmm. And if you do not live up to that, you are nothing. Mm-hmm. So I don't care how many nightfalls you done cleared. I don't care how many raids you done cleared. If you're not a man and you can't stand on your ones and your twos, you are absolutely nothing in this world. So these men that I sit with here, this is family. Mm-hmm. And we can walk anywhere with our heads up high. Because everybody that knows us know that we are stand-up individuals. Talk about it. You have my phone number. You could have called and said, I'm out. Mm -hmm. You are a sucker. Mm. And that's exactly what you'll be known as until you talk to me as a man. (laughs) Yo, Sir Scallon said, oh, my God, this man talk is motivational. (laughs) (laughs) Yo, listen, and I'm glad it happened on Kingdom Come Deliverance Day because that game does not hold your hand and you must grow from a boy to a man in that <laughs> game. Tie-in, sir. <laughs> Did you see the man talk tie-in? When I was talking to Kaido this week, right, so let me tell you something. Um, I was playing Kingdom Come Deliverance on PC. Uh, I was playing um, Forza, uh, Destiny, uh, that that oh that that the haunted forest is fantastic. I got the gun, the horror story, and I'm also on my Maleficent quest right now. Nice, nice. Um, playing a little bit of Spider Man here and there. Um, so that was my week. But no doubt, that Kingdom Come Deliverance, brother. I was like, because I couldn't be a fraud. I couldn't talk to you in your face and, you know, be a fraud. and be like, I ain't play your game. So I, had to, I had to dig in, right? You know, so. 
there's no yo that that lock picking system, brother. <laughs> <laughs> like, yo, yo, yo. It is. This is literally is. probably one of the most get ahead man to figure it out. Yeah, there's no hand holding. There's no, no, no hand holding. Like, it's probably the truest RPG in, in that sense. Like, yes. it's, it's everything. It's a survival game. It's a is an RPG. Like all that old school JRPG stuff. That's nothing compared to this. Nah, this is the real deal. You started as nobody. I mean, <clears throat> you know, Henry's uh, he's he's immature. He's himself in trouble. Now he's got stuff to do, and he's like, oh shoot. How do you do this? Uh, I don't know how to use a sword. Some of a blacksmith doesn't mean he knows how to use a sword. So you got to learn everything. So it's great when you see people playing on Twitch and they think they're like Mr. Tough Guy and they're out there like, bam, bam, get killed, boom, boom. This game sucks. Mm -hmm. It's like, no. <laughs> no, you suck. Don't <laughs> <laughs> get good. You got to get good. <laughs> what was funny is uh, I didn't know how to equip swords and stuff. And I had that sword that my dad made. But I'm like, all right. I thought it was just like a quest item or something because I couldn't figure out how to get it out. And I was like, all right. And I come up on this dude, and he's got a dagger or something. And I'm like, so I guess I guess we're gonna, I'm being a boxing match, and you got a dagger. Okay. Let's see what this is gonna go I had to outbox this dude before he killed me with that dagger. Nah, my joint is run. That yes. joint run. They run. killed me so many times on run. I'm like, yo, man, if you don't get your legs together. <laughs> but that goes to show, like, even your run wasn't right at the beginning of the game. Like, you had to figure yo, out how to get through that. Tell you. <laughs> yeah, was Rick. A lot of dishonorable kills in that one. People were like, screw this. They took their bow and just shot him in the head. Because they didn't. <laughs> <laughs> No doubt, man. <laughs> and of course, thank you, Lord King, for the premium man talk session. <laughs> what you were playing. <laughs> and of course, we have the gaming ninja himself, the Shinobi, Lord Cognito, spreading that realness in the realm of the ILP. Not telling you what you want to hear, but what you need to hear. So very similar to King, just a little bit of uh, Destiny, a little Iron Banner. Actually, uh, this is the Police 2 as well, still continuing my story with that crazy game. And of course, I had to start that new playthrough of Kingdom Come Deliverance, start all over from the beginning with the, both DLCs. I wanted a fresh experience. So just getting out of getting that going. And um, yeah, man, that's pretty, pretty much it on the gaming front. But um, we have to do a state of the realm as well. So hear ye, hear ye with the very special state of the realm. So obviously, as most of you are here already, already know, and on Twitter, the Lords will now be doing our live shows on the Iron Law Podcast YouTube channel. 2018 was a very, very special year for us. And we are extremely proud of some of the things we we're able to accomplish in this more small time. We got a ton of things planned, y'all. And it wouldn't be right, though, not to thank our brothers over at the Inner Circle Network, the affiliates, the entire writing staff at TickGamesNetwork.com for believing in our vision, giving us a tremendous opportunity, and getting the chance to work alongside all of them over the years. So, Iron Lord salute. You know what I'm saying? To the Tick fans. No beef, no drama. We still look forward to seeing each and every one of you in the round. You know what I'm saying? So uh, now that we got all the, the love out the way <laughs> and what the Lords are playing, I want to I start off with Lord Rick and his uh, video game system history, his journey to becoming the community manager of Warhorse Studios and our chief PR representative for the award-winning Kingdom Come Deliverance franchise. So Lord Rick, let's start from the very beginning. What were some of the first video game systems you had and like what got you into gaming? The, the first one was actually technically my grandfather Got it for uh, all the all his grandkids for Christmas. It was uh, an Atari, man, eight eight something, eighty six hundred. I don't know. You know, <laughs> probably the twenty six. Let's go. 
yeah, and it was uh, the first game was um, the Donkey, you know, Mario Donkey Kong game, of course, right? Mm, uh, yes. And then from there was uh, Mario Luigi game, okay. uh, you know, a little couch co-op, you know. Okay. What else we got? Then there was that racing. What was that racing game, man? I love this. Oh, pole position. RC, pole position. Pole, 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 RC Pro? Wait, no. RC was on. No, pole position. Pole position. And that just oh, yeah, twenty six. I'm about everything. I mean, that was the game. And I don't even uh, play many racing games, but I played a ton of pole position, man. I played mm -hmm. this pie game on level 100. It's like, you know, these pie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? uh, this baseball game, you know what I mean? Like that. Once mm -hmm. that I got into that, man, it was over. You know what mm. I mean? I, I would go over to my grandfather's house. And, I mean, they'd be yelling at us, what's all that noise down there? Because we'd be sleeping downstairs, you know. And, and uh, But we were up at 1, 2 in the morning playing, shut that thing off, you know. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you know, is that you, Rick? You know, so. Uh, <laughs> nice. So then then from there, you know, went to, I was always Nintendo, man. Those console wars were all the way back to Nintendo and Sega, man. Even nice. back to console wars going on. So 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 wait, wait so, so sorry I got I, I got to slow you back a bit. So being the console was as we know right was back then was pretty even intense back then. Like how mm -hmm. did you survive the the Genesis does what Nintendo don't era? How did you survive that when Sega was coming on strong with that Genesis? It, it's the same thing as always, man. The games because I I was good, I was good with Nintendo because you know back then though you got one good game like twice a year. Yeah, you know what I mean, facts, yeah. facts. And it wasn't that there was, you know, bad games. It was just that that's, it took them longer, right? I mean, mm -hmm. or, or just, you know, there wasn't as much of a demand or whatever, you know. But, I mean, mm -hmm. shoot, you play, you know, you got your the Zeldas and the Marios, the Donkey Kongs. I mean, that Metroid, I mean, I was I was good. And because, mm -hmm. you know, back then too, man, mm -hmm. we didn't game as much as we did today. Like, I was outdoors playing gun games and, true. you know, you know true. football, man, dropping my, my book bag after school. So I was doing all that. But at the same time, mm -hmm. If we had all these games we had then, I'd, you know, it would be like, oh, play football. No, I got, I got to play that. Oh, I got to play some of this and that. No. Um, uh -huh. So, yeah, Nintendo. Then I went from Nintendo to Super Nintendo. Then I went over to my cousin's house and we played Sega. Uh, I when they were rubbing in my face, they were like, oh, yeah, you can play demos on Sega. You know, mm. I'm like, what, what's a demo? You know? And that, that was, that was, so that was something that Sega had. Um, uh -huh. no doubt. Anyway, I went from that from the Super Nintendo to oh man, I was going to Toys R Us almost every day playing Mario Super. <laughs> <laughs> Toys R Us for giving kids yeah. a dream, for giving kids a dream and letting us touch for free like it was the arcade. Salute <laughs> Toys R Us. I had this like bike that my grandfather again. My grandfather he got me this like two hundred fifty dollars like. I'm I'm, I'm I'm happy to love your grandfather right now. <laughs> I'm just letting you go. No, and uh. So I, they, they actually, someone stole my bike, and they replaced it with this one bike that had no brakes. The brakes didn't even work. Wow. So I did that. I, yeah, but I took that the next day to play again. You know what I mean? I had a bike, you know? So, I mean, I was, I actually got a third of the way through the game, and I'm like, man, I'm playing too much now. You know, at Toys R Us, they, they know who I am. They're like, <laughs> they know. <laughs> you was like, Hello, you that kid? You was that kid? No. But it was free. So then I got, yeah. and then. Man, you know, GameCube. I mean, you say start from the beginning, so I'm just trying to think my way through this. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah. I took a break from gaming for a while, which uh which is actually good, but I mean, like, well, you know what got me back into it was Resident Evil 4. I mean, mm, that's oh addicts loving you right now. Because Resident Evil 4, as much as it was like 
that was where I felt like after that Resident Evil went downhill, like big time. But Resident Evil 4, I actually really liked it. And a lot of people who are really hardcore, even more hardcore than I am about the early Resident Evils, didn't like it as much. I, I thought it had a perfect balance. Really? Um, but I was up to, you know, one, two in the morning playing that game with all the lights off. Sometimes I had to pause it because, man, this game is dark. Like, what? <laughs> yes. You know, like. Yo, you know what's funny? We, yo, Rick, we, we talk to everybody and yes. certain games innately make you do certain things. And yes. that Resident Evil light off, uh, you want to get the atmosphere, the ambiance in the room going. Everybody says the same thing, and it doesn't matter if you're in Mexico. Shout out to my man. It doesn't matter if you're in the Bronx. You where you are. Everybody done turn that light off and play Resident Evil and scared the hell out mm -hmm. themselves, right? <laughs> yeah, man. And yeah, I, man. I got to mention too, I did have some PC days. Like I was doing, um, the first PC game I had was Resident Evil One. Mm -hmm. uh, and oh, then also, Resident One's classic, man. I had to play Rainbow Six, man, because on my PC, but it would freeze anytime I started multiplayer. It ticked us off to go. I go like this, and I'm like, pain a little bit, and I'd be like, grenade, and I'm like, you know. I <laughs> Yeah. I feel you. I feel the pain. That PC okay. life. If the rig wasn't up to snuff, if those minimum requirements weren't up to snuff, sometimes it was rough out here. That, that's what turned me off. I'm like, PC, we're done here. We're done. Mm. <laughs> he said, we're done. Took <laughs> me all the way to Kingdom Come Deliverance to get back into PC. That's how bad. Wow. Wow. <laughs> I was burned. You know. I'm glad. I'm glad you mentioned that. And I get not to start a console war drama, a PC elitist versus console peasant drama. But I'm glad you said that because only from the standpoint from a lot of console lovers, these are the kind of experiences sometimes that get us frustrated. <laughs> with PC as a gaming platform, because there's always some type of variables. And shout out to uh, Lord BG. I believe he made a statement, you know, recently a tweet that was pretty, went pretty viral, which was kind of like to the effect that, you know, everyone tries to make it seem that, you know, it's so easy just to set up. And sometimes there are different variables, whether it be the drivers or something else that can affect the experience. And, you know, for sometimes people just want to just come home, sort of Rick, and just like pop in the game or the disc and just boot up, right? So they, is, PC's complicated, uh, but it's always like it's always on you. Apparently, like yeah, every yeah. time you you voice your concern, like you know PC. Uh, every time I try to do this, it does this. I do that. It gets turned around from you know PC needs to be fixed and these kind of issues. To that's a you problem. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. So I'm, I'm glad you brought that up, Lori, because it's funny because uh, we 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 have heard that on occasion. So 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 after that, you came back. Now let me ask you about. I know you mentioned the big Nintendo eras, and a lot the chat is loving when you said GameCube, you said Super Nintendo. The chat was definitely loud. Now I didn't hear N64. Now did we he miss played that era? You, Bro, you had that? Toys R Us, man. I got my... Oh, so Toys R Us. <laughs> I, got, I got my fix on. <laughs> I got my fix on. He said, hold on, what's that? What's that? So the to your, your, your 64 was the Toys R Us experience. I, I, I kinda, I'm sorry. I did definitely purchase 64, so to, to your credit, I didn't say that. I, I got the 64. Uh, I just was so excited about... I was seeing my GameCube. I went right there. Um, but no, my N64, obviously, I had Mario... Nice. And uh, you know Yoshi games and whatever else the 64 had to offer that I can't 
Uh, but with pilot wings and all that, right? Wasn't that 64? Yeah. yeah. Yes. Yeah. That was a whole new era, man, that 64, man. So, yeah, I was all all over that. All over no this. No doubt. No doubt. All right. That's what's up, man. Pretty, pretty intensive video game history. Got to respect the Nintendo love. That was really, really cool. So, um, yeah, man, now let's get into, like, the industry aspect. So, it's like, we know you're as the gamer, a gamer's gamer. And um, as far as, like, now, what was that path that kind of led you to actually getting to Warhol Studios, becoming a community manager. And the second part of that question is obviously, you know, we know that they're prog based. So as a as a US representative, like what challenges did that face? So let's start from that journey into Warhorse. Yeah. So I mean as a kid, mm-hmm. when I used to get, you know, I was excited, man, when I even got my Nintendo Power every month, man. I'd be mm-hmm. waiting. You know that mailman, I, yeah. you know, I, I'd be like running out there, like, mm-hmm. like, thanks, you know, you're good, you know, we need thanks. So, um, and then you know, when E3 first started, I saw as a kid, I'm gonna find a way mm-hmm. to go to E3, even mm-hmm. one time, I'm going, mm-hmm. and that's how it all led to where I'm about to go with this. And, um, well, mm-hmm. I, I actually, uh, some people know this, some don't, but I also, I'm a I work for Verizon a couple days a week. I've been there for years. Nice. Um, it's Shout indirect- out the files. Shout out to Salute the Files. Right? <laughs> 5G is going to be sick. But um, oh, Let's go. You mm-hmm. know? But uh, I, I've i been there for a while now, so I only have to work a little bit with mm-hmm. them and do, do well there, so it opened up other opportunities. And one of the things that happened is when we were uh, promoting Windows phones, mm-hmm. I had to take a course on this website, Microsoft uh, Expert Zone. You guys might have heard of Expert Zone? Mm-hmm. Yes, I have. Oh. They're like a retailer partner, uh, you know, and they, they do all sorts of stuff with like mm-hmm. all, all Microsoft products, of course. You know, yes. Mm-hmm. Windows and, you know, Xbox, whatever. And so mm-hmm. there was uh, when we had to learn about Windows phones, there was this contest I noticed, man, on the website. And it was like first 300 people get uh, passes to go see uh, Microsoft, uh, the Xbox press conference at E3. And <laughs> you guys a three-hour party after on, on a Wednesday. So for three hours, you'd get to go to the Xbox booth, just Expert Zone members. Mm, like 300 okay. people. So I'm like, and it was like, first come, first serve. So I'm like, you know, typing, you know, filling out the form. And like, I got to put a coworker that could come with me. And we just so happened to win. We were part of, you know, 300 people. Because mm-hmm. there's thousands of people on their website. So yeah. I got this email, my junk mail of all things, because I checked my junk mail. Oh, shout out to checking that spam, so you ain't miss it. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> so anyway, when we when we went, it was it was like, my, my I'm just gonna be honest with you, man. Like we we you know you fake it till you make it, you know. Hey, you got your lesson. <laughs> we all started somewhere. <laughs> and, and, and I'm telling you, there's the uh, the more people you talk to in the industry, you'd be surprised how they got where they did. And then um, so I'm just being. As the, as the kids say, as the cool kids, actually cool, cool kids say, I'm keeping it 100. 100, baby. You're keeping it 100 in the wrong with the Lord. Let's go. Oh, right. Pronounce, I pronounced it wrong. So, you know, <laughs> uh, you know but I mean, so I, uh, we went and I'm like, we're going to find a way to go to E3. I don't care. We're going in. And listen, I'm just, just being honest. We, uh, we were definitely felt like. You can always sneak in as far as the help. <laughs> oh my God. Up and uh, get their badges and stuff. And, you know, now I understand more how the industry works. So it's like, I don't know how I would approach it the same way. Not that I would change anything. But mm-hmm. uh, so we're going to the security guard and my, uh, they're like, you know, uh, 
you know, you, you guys don't have an E3 badge. And we didn't know. We didn't know if we actually had some access with this thing. Just, you know, whatever. Mm -hmm. and, well, my buddy had this badge from Verizon. He goes, we're with Verizon. Mm-hmm. He said, yo, Verizon's in the house. <laughs> you know? And they said, oh, just go, 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 go. So we're in, we were in. And, um... Your heart exploded. Your heart exploded. When he said go, go in, your heart exploded, right? You know what happened. You know what happened. That that guard just just second doubted himself. What is Verizon doing here? I'm not asking. Just go in. Shout out to the finesse. I love it. It's like what happened to my man's like those animes where the door just lights up. <laughs> but dude, it was it was definitely like that, like a TV show, movie, whatever. And and then um we just started talking to people in the industry. I remember, man, this game, man, I wish I could remember the game to give a shout out to these guys. It was a game that was like it was something new on the Xbox. It was an indie game, and you could play a good amount before it came out, and it was like um remember the premise? It was an action, uh mostly action game, and there was a little bit of magic. Darn man, I wish I could remember. I'm not even describing it very well. Oh, it's all good, it's all good, it's all good. But whatever uh, it was, it made an impression. Man, yeah, and I talked to the developer, and I'm like, my point was about talking to developers. So I started talking to developers, starting to see how cool it was to work in the industry. And then on Twitter, that expert zone said, first 10 people to respond to this get tickets to the rest of E3. Oh. Why we won? Oh, let's go. <laughs> it's your birthday. Let's go. Was it Battle Frogs? Johan Zell says, was it Castle Crasher? They're trying no, to figure out that game, man. It was a game I don't think that ever actually made it to the finish. Oh. And I just wish I could remember. There was like some cool boss battles. It was like, it was not, it was a 2D. It's all good. We'll get through oh, it. What was a 2D game? I wish I could remember. No worries, man. We're going to come back to you another yeah. time. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. so you got in. You guys won now the E3. So, all right. So you so, so you won to get to go to the press conference. You finessed your way in the door. Now you got <laughs> passes for real. Let's go, Rick. Let's go, Rick. <laughs> You know what's crazy, too? When we went to the Microsoft press conference, just being honest, we're like, okay. we need to meet people because yes. we need to find out how to get to the other ones. Mm -hmm. and sure, enough, sure enough, man, we, we there was a guy in line, and we talked to him. His name is Skyler. We're friends to this day. No and we, we just got to be buddy-buddy, and then he's like, we're walking with him towards the uh, EA press conference, and out of nowhere, he's like, yeah, these guys are with me. That velvet, bro. <laughs> that VIP. That's what I'm talking about. Premium experience. Like this is crazy. Woo. And then that was when they first announced uh, Battlefront, the first one. So we're like, mm. you know, crazy man. And it was just a teaser. But okay, so each year we mm. we were like, we are going to find a way to go every year. And That's right. So now skipping ahead a little bit because mm -hmm. I know I can keep going, man. But like, love it. So on Twitter, um, I'm, I, and you know what? This is being honest, too. So I, I, I loved War Horse, Kingdom Come Deliverance, before I knew the guys. Mm. Um, my brother-in-law showed me, showed me a trailer of the game, and I'm like, I'm just waiting for magic to come out. And <laughs> it's funny to hear you say that now. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm saying, like, I'm like All this realism is cool with a magic guy. <laughs> <laughs> We're fireball. We're fireball. You said that. That is classic. I'm, I'm, I'm waiting to have it being ruined because whenever I play a game, I don't care if 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 I will suffer. I will not use magic if I can help it. Never. 
I'm the whoa. You sound like Attic right yeah, there. Exactly. Yeah, that's that's that game Conqueror stuff. I'm I'm like you know William Wallace and you know all these that's guys. The reason I'm struggling uh, struggling in Neo because I refuse to use match. Oh my god! <laughs> no, same thing, brother. I made it through the whole game and I died so much, man. I, let me be honest with you. Like I I try to be careful with the words that come out of my mouth. I was not careful about playing Neo. I was seeing everything under the sun, just about everything under the sun. I was so mad. You know, you ever play, get to the end of the boss battle, and, like, you all of a sudden you freeze. You like, need one or two more hits, and then I freeze up, and he kills me. <laughs> Why do I freeze? Why don't I just keep hacking at him? No, I was fighting these little witches things on uh, on center, and I fought one of them, and the second one was still alive, and I'm sitting there like running around it because she's like a lightning uh, creature, mm-hmm. and she shoots lightning at you. And I'm thinking to myself the whole time, like if I get hit, like I had no more potions, mm-hmm. I had no more spears, I had no more <laughs> firebombs. I was like, if I get hit one time, it's a wrap. Like I had to literally fight. I fought that chick for like ten minutes, been like just getting like one hit, and it didn't even matter if I did. I wasn't in danger. I was running. I hit her one time and ran. <laughs> but it, it was just, it was crazy because I, I you know, and uh, my brother-in-law, he actually said before I met these guys, you go to E three, you need to find out more about this game for me. So um, mm-hmm. what happened is I, I actually was found uh, War Horse Studios on Twitter. And at the time, the company was mostly speaking in Czech. Right. So I actually unfollowed them. I didn't know what they were saying. <laughs> <laughs> the language barrier makes sense. It so makes sense. I just, you know, and um, sure enough, man, on Twitter, there was a retweet from an E3 party list because I wanted to, uh, you know, meet people who worked in the industry or whatever and, and go to this E3 parties and make connections. And mm-hmm. they retweeted a tweet and it was, at Warhorse Studios, it was their tweet was wants to set up a party at E three at a pub. Nice. And, um, I just responded right away. I said, "I'm in. I'll do it. I'll do it." No doubt. Boss move says, "Shout out to Google Translate." I'm, I'm dead. <laughs> Continue. Yeah, for real. Like I use it. I, I use it. Heavy. Let's go. <laughs> you can just hit translate tweet. It's the best. It's the best. Continue. I have to do a lot when, when working with these guys, but bottom line is, I just. Being honest, that was how everything started, and I wow. met them. I never. I, let, let me be honest with you too. I, I don't. Mm-hmm. I don't drink. I just mm-hmm. don't. I don't like. Mm-hmm. I don't like to. He know. was at the pub asking for water. <laughs> no, no, that, that that is true. That is. I, I can personally confirm this. <laughs> I, I, I had water at the pub. Yes. They say, let me get a tall glass of your finest agua. Thank you. <laughs> yes, I've, I've made my rounds with Lord Rick. Oh, and Lord Rick is, when he, I go, man, I'm like, guys, round the water's on me. I got yes. it. Yes. <laughs> he will give you, he will order the most premium glass of water. <laughs> he said, I got that Poland Springs on TDAP. <laughs> <laughs> so, so it was good, man. I, it was fans were, were, you know, like, I actually, they had me host it, which was insane. Wow. And, like, I was on the, like, by the way, prior to this, I'm talking to Toby, our PR manager. Salute to Toby. Yeah. Got a chance to meet him. Good dude. Yeah, JR marketing manager now. And I'm mm-hmm. talking to these guys like several days a week, you know, because they take they take it very serious, reaching out to the community and like they gave me a chance, man. Like, and what happened is um, you know, normally when you work for their, their studio or any company you work with, you gotta you gotta be there. Yeah. And um I give all the credit in the world and, and I appreciate Toby so much because he's the one that says, you know what, I'm you know, it was like six months later after like, because Sarah and I even talked about, man, could we actually move? My wife and I, Sarah. Oh, wow. You were really considering it. Wow. 
I, I was, not her. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> he gave me that look, right? He gave me that look like, this guy's wilding. <laughs> I'll, I'll tell you this. I'll tell you this. Um, she did consider a little bit, like, we homeschool our kids. So she actually looked, uh, like, all the rules and everything. Shout out to that. So, like, yeah. salute fight, even looking. That's, that's what's up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it just, but then Toby's like, listen, I'm, you're working with us one way or another. And then they, they came up with this position for me. And I'm telling you that with my passion already for the game and then being able to do this, it has helped reach a much larger audience. Not that they couldn't Alex. do it. It's why they hired me to do it. And I'm telling you, this is why the company, Warhorse, sure, we've had, you know, uh, ups and downs. We're mm-hmm. always working to make the game better. Mm-hmm. And we've never shied from that. But, you know, like, like we're, they're always trying to do the best they, that they can to reach out. And I love them for that, man. It, 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 like I'm there, I've been here now with Warhorse Studios for, uh, man, it'll be three years, I think, in March. Three years now, right? Yeah. Wow. That's crazy. And, you know, working in the industry, it's actually hard to work for a company for a long time because there's a lot of changes. New yes. Yeah. Or there's still, maybe there isn't going to be a new game for a while. Maybe there's only one game. I mean, what are you going to do? And, like, there is no like end like I'm I'm like with these guys as long as they have me, you know. No and, and, I, and I don't see that you know not we got a good relationship that's gonna be that way because we have we still have more content coming, and then it's because you know of our fans we're gonna have a future and I love doing <laughs> stuff you know love it. Love Yo it. Rick, you know uh, to 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 hawk into that point when we got into PAX and you was the first uh interview that we had right now um as we're packing up to to get in there we said we're going to give our t-shirts now we had a a, a certain amount of t-shirts to hand out and Cognito was like Yo, how, how are we going to give our t-shirts you was our barometer yes all right because yes. when we got to you um the level of passion that you showed yes. for that game was above and beyond mm-hmm. and it didn't come off phony it wasn't canned it wasn't no script it wasn't Passion. it wasn't it wasn't it, it was just straight up real you yeah. understand i said this man is an iron lord this man lord. right here right represents spot. exactly what we're talking about mm-hmm. all right so right there i'm like you'll get this get there yeah, if you, you, look you at were the video, knighted instantly <laughs> i said get this shirt get this man a shirt right now <laughs> and listen so we went to other other developers mm-hmm. and he was the barometer not, not many people got that shirt you're not right many people got that shirt mm-hmm. all right all right we went, we went to one developer yes. that is, i'm gonna let you go in a second Alec. we mm-hmm. went to one developer right mm-hmm. then right adjacent to him we went to another developer mm-hmm. and that guy showed more passion about his project than this guy, and he got his shirt. And the other guy looked over like, "What? They giving out swag? Like if I knew that, I would have worked harder." But you didn't because you didn't you didn't have that passion, and you Thanks. were you were that. If it ain't Rick level, it's yes. not happening. King is preaching right now, Rick, because. You were our barometer when it came to speaking to the devs. And we wanted to see people not only that knew about their game, but was passionate about their game. And shout out to Warhorse, too, because your setup was dope. You guys even had, like, guys running around in, like, you know, night armor. And it it was just so cool. And it fit us. And we like, yo, we love this studio. We love this game. They have one of the best community managers 
out here. And that became the barometer while we made our rounds on packs that, hey, if the guy has that passion as, as Lord Rick, then he going to get that shirt. <laughs> if, if he wasn't Rick certified, then it wasn't happening. What, what you, guys had, you guys had that meeting when I was on the plane, didn't you? Yes. Yes. Yep. You, you, yeah, had, you have flew yeah. in like an hour later. Yep. Well, I loved it because when, when I was there, man, you went like right into an interview. So there was no time to be fake or scripted. <laughs> like, oh, here we go. You know, here we go. <laughs> it's like, hey, Rick, yo, so we're with, uh, you know, Iron Lord's podcast. And I'm like, oh, let's go. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> no doubt, man. And he was ready. He was ready, man. That That's what you want to see, man. There's nothing fake, nothing phony. But no. yeah, man, nothing to get at it. I'll, I'll let you go. Hey, and, and the good book said, man, be ready in season and out of season, right? You so know you it, man. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's like I said, you know, um, I think people that have a lot of passion for their game ends up, you know, overall helping the game aspect over like we were talking before the podcast started. The uh, I can't remember his name, the individual from the game awards, like you could see him passionate in his his voice Facts. when he's talking about his game, and people mm-hmm. remembered that. Yeah, uh, no, you're right. Uh, you, you are you talking about that. the um the game that uh, uh, Sovereign didn't finish with. Oh, me. my God. Um, you talking about you the, under the, game, bus off with no way the, out. the game that we started and was having so much fun with about the prison break, and he got me physically, yeah. mentally, and morally invested into this game. And hey, he did you do this man, Sovereign? He left me Dude, stranded. Like we, He's like, yo, we're going to play tomorrow, and tomorrow never came. Like, 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 I, I don't know. <laughs> well, you, you have to look from a standpoint. from a standpoint to uh, you know, especially uh, the the dev that we talked to about uh, Center. You know, yes. he was really yes. passionate about the game. Absolutely, uh, and, and you can sense that. Like, I, yeah. I, I especially at E three is really bad at E three. Like, yes. I, I'm tired of going up there. You know, wanting to get a little bit of insight on a game. And it's just someone that was hired to sit there and greet you. Yeah, we didn't get that from Rick at yeah, all. It was, he was and, 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 well, that's because he was actually part of the again. project. A lot of these, uh, yeah, a lot of these they, companies yeah, will hire outside work to just mm-hmm. hold up that to hold the spot. Yeah, and, and this wasn't the case. Absolutely, we'll get back on track real quick. Yeah. But um, so yeah, so like for those living under a rock, Lord Rick, like or just not familiar with Kingdom Come Deliverance, like. Tell us about the origin of KCD, the Kickstarter pitch, like to have it based in that authentic time period with the, the human simulation, the combat, the rhythm, the realism. And then finally, the decision that, in my opinion, made KCD a cult classic, which was not to include that magic or the dragons in the vein or Skyrim or whatever. So let's start from that beginning. Like, tell me about so, so anyone that doesn't know about Kingdom Come Deliverance to this point. Tell us about that, man. Yeah. So, um, Dan Varver is our creative director, who also is the creative director behind Mafia One and Two. Mm. And we have Martin Klima, who's our executive producer. Mm. He wrote the scripts for the RPG game uh, Dragon's Lair back in what was that, the nineties? Oh, that's a classic. He worked on a couple big, not XCOM, but a couple big Alien games. I always forget Alien, mm. Mm. UFO, something. Go fight defense, like I, I, XCOM. XCOM. No, no, it was another one, but either it's another way, one. Okay. That then also worked on Operation Flashpoint. Nice. Oh, okay. Yeah, I like that game. Even Victor Bokan, uh, Bokan, I always, mm-hmm. their last names, man. You try, like, he's trying to say my last name, like, Neasy. 
Yeah, I just mm -hmm. people say lasagna, you know. <laughs> yeah, yo, listen, listen. That's why I just keep saying Rick. See, yeah, 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 yeah. I'm standing there. <laughs> I have a problem with lasagna. That's fine. But, uh, you know, so, like, I mean, that's what you get with Kingdom Come Deliverance. Uh, you get uh, uh, you get the, the story-driven game of Mafia, right? And then you mm -hmm. get the realism of Operation Flashpoint. So, yes. you know, it's like those two, I guess you could say, had a little baby. Yes. And by the way, Sabrina and, you know, Sir Scales, those two super KCD fans are amazing. Yeah, shout out. Salute to Sabrina in the chat. Yes, shoot both of them in the chat right now, repping hard. Uh, right. Salute. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. um, so, <clears throat> you know, they, they, they gathered uh, together in a pub. And I guess in the Czech Republic, that's where all their good ideas start. <laughs> Always starts in the pub. Let the, let, let the drinks happen because let's tell you something. Han is crazy and Han is going to get my man, Henry Kill. <laughs> you know, so, I mean, you know, they wanted to make a game based on medieval, you know, uh, European history mm -hmm. uh, that's, you know, closer to their region too, right? And it's something mm -hmm. that actually has never been done before. Right. I mean, the game takes place in the early 15th century mm -hmm. uh, where, where the, the Holy Roman Empire was really going on. You know, you always think of Rome and Italy as like, Man, the, the, this is what shaped uh, a lot of things that came to happen was what happened in Bohemia, you know, mm -hmm. which is modern day Czech Republic. Right. right. So it's a, our game is an uh, you know open mm -hmm. world, um, mm -hmm. you know RPG, very story driven, mm -hmm. uh, first person, mm -hmm. and uh, there, you know there's over four hours of cutscenes in the game. Mm. And only so many of those unlock based on the choices you make, but it's yes. it's, 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 it's a civil war, it's a conflict, you know, mm -hmm. uh, you know, so you have. Uh, the, this 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 big civil war conflict between two kings, and they're actually you know they're, they're brothers, right? They're, they're actually uh, mm -hmm. ha half brothers, and one abducts the other, you know. And, and and we could go on and on what happens, but you're, Henry's to help tries to help restore the balance. He's not going to be some like lord or king mm -hmm. or like you know some like like real big hierarchy, whatever. He he's just a man. Mm -hmm. He's a, a, a dumb man, <laughs> you know. It doesn't know how to do anything, and have, you have to help and him. It, and he's always quite hungry. <laughs> yeah, you know? I'm quite hungry. I, I didn't that, know man. that you know certain things, like and yeah. the drinking. What's up with the drinking and the sleeping and the saving? Like it's just. <laughs> It's like, it's like, it's like a survival sim. in the game. What's up with this? Like, you know something? It's it's okay. So I didn't learn. I didn't know that if. If I didn't uh, like align myself with that old war chief to teach me sword techniques, mm -hmm. that you know, because he teaches you that that special parry and that unblockable stuff. Like, if yeah, if you if you didn't sit there all the time with this guy practicing, because mm -hmm. you could automatically don't align yourself with him and do your mm -hmm. own thing mm -hmm. and totally miss this one part. That guy, if you don't get him. Your, your skills is trash, like really bad. And mm -hmm. so, oh, go ahead. I'm sorry. No, 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 no. I mean, I wanted to ask you about yeah. that specifically. Like, did y'all knew if, <laughs> if, if you didn't seek this dude out that you were going to just die a lot later on, right? So, so of course, but here, here's the thing. Like, even even in the beginning when you start, you you, you know, you see Miller Pishak, right? When you, when not right. Causes a little distraction, mm -hmm. and uh, Sir Robart helps you escape and everything. And you're you're in uh, the Miller Pishak's house and all that. And and even he teaches you if you so choose, you can learn how to lock pick and yes. uh, and pickpocket with him. 
So mm. don't try and learn these things. Or like even with Captain Bernard, we can't actually funnel you in because remember that's even part of the the quest. Yes, right. We funnel you into that. But if you and I'm telling you, I saw several people. They're like, nah, I don't need that. Let's get onto the fun stuff. <laughs> well, I mean, it's not going to be fun for you. So, <laughs> so if you're like Dark Souls ish, like that sort of thing, like me, then do it. You know, because I'm not dying. I, I, you know, I, I may get pretty ticked off sometimes. Don't get me wrong. But, you know, I mean, like. I like that stuff, but you, yeah, this part of the game is like training. We try to really immerse you in the game, and I'm gonna just very. This, this, I don't think it. I think it's fair to say I'm not even trying to be cocky here. I have okay, that. Um, games that are this immersive in that respect. Talk that talk. Talk that go. talk. And no, I'm glad you. Said, I'm, I want to double down on that too, because not to cut you, uh, Laura. It's just fine, that fine. I think what makes the game why it has such a cult following, why people love it so much, is because. Let's be honest, the, the genre is kind of oversaturated with the dragons, the magic, you know, that kind of a deal. So when you see something based on realism, and like you said, Henry's just this normal guy, right? He And he's got to eat. He's got to sleep. He's got to train. Man, I had to try to kill a rabbit with that boat. Oh, my God. <laughs> and, and and it kept dropping short of the rabbit. It kept... <laughs> my God, man. <laughs> yeah, man. So it, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So it's just like when I see something like that, it, it, it's like it, it shout out to Johanzel in the chat. It, it, it's almost like a life simulator. This is how I this is how I relate. It's like a little bit of Skyrim with a little bit of like Mass Effect dialogue choices with uh, with this life simulator aspect all combined into one into like one of my favorite time periods of What's all time. Funny is the battle system is like so unorthodox. It kind of reminds me of like a more in-depth version of For Honor. Mm. Yeah, so yeah, like, like For Honor only got one. three positions. This game got like five. Oh yeah. And this dude comes up and he starts like pushing his chest out, man. I'm like, all right, let's go. And I'm like, <laughs> you know, normally I'd be cocky and I'd say you about to get this business, but I don't know. It's about <laughs> right now. And, the, and the, the last point I'll make it, I'll give it to back to Rick, is that for old school head, Solve and, and King may remember, like it Kings almost gives yes, Kingsfield, yeah, and also a little bit of Bushido Blade, Blade. with the combat. You yeah. know what I'm saying? So yeah. these are like a lot of feels that I got from it. But go, go on, go on, little Rick, man. We 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 love this thing. No, no, it's good. It's good. But you know, going back to like the Kickstarter, yes, our please. slogan was Dungeons and No Dragons. Nice. Yeah. Um, you know, and and obviously we stressed on the No Magic, and because that that's something you just really don't uh, haven't seen, and, and especially when we base it off history. Not not 100. It's a video game. We're gonna cheat. Right. Right. All right. I mean, it's not a one to one ratio in the game of the map, but right. the, the towns, the cities are were actually those were there, and and, nice. and even the castles we had actually like, like uh, you know, taken uh, photorealistic images and done our did our research. We even have a full time historian on our team to make sure that these were reconstructed to how they would actually have looked back then. Mm. So, nice. but with the, with the Kickstarter. Um, I mean, we went to every investor you can imagine, mm -hmm. and just no one was really willing to pull the trigger. Mm -hmm. um, they just thought, you, you, you know, unless you have magic or, or actual dragons in there, and you're not going to make it. But Dan, Dan's a very bold man, and um, I like brave, and I and I applaud him on sticking to the integrity of the game, <clears throat> and st and even as far as they have the slogan "Dungeons and No Dragons," you know, and um. I'm telling you, the, the, the goal was, I think, a little over 300,000 euros mm -hmm. for the Kickstarter because 
we had one investor in Czech Republic that mm -hmm. was willing to give us a chance, just one. And that was if the, if that wasn't going to happen, it was that you wouldn't we wouldn't be here. Wow. Um, wow. But not only that, the Kickstarter we, we had to prove it, and yeah. it, rather than doing over three hundred thousand uh, euros in mm -hmm. twenty fourteen, we did we did over I think one million thousand mm. euros. It was mm -hmm. amazing. Yes, we were the third most successful Kickstarter in twenty fourteen. Um, that's what I'm talking. So about. that that's what you know, and and so really, obviously, it's it's a combined effort from the fans, our investor, and the team. You know, mm, absolutely, and, um, man. It, it, it's great. You guys already know we sold over a million copies. We didn't yes. expect yep. it has to be that quick. Again, mm -hmm. just being frank, man, we didn't know certain how quick it was going to kick off. We were nervous too. It's our first game. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, like a lot of us to do. Uh, Cognito said people want to play those type of games, but a lot of people are tired of the magic stuff, the the mythology put in games. So mm -hmm. someone comes is like, "Yo, we got something for you." <laughs> absolutely, yeah. Dungeons and no Dragons, man. The crazy thing too is, is all, you know, we talk about the realistic medieval combat and the setting and everything, but I think the best part of the game. This is just my opinion. Is uh, and I could say a lot of things because the music is amazing. Like any good game has to have good music. Yeah, salute to uh, your boy Adam Sporker, right? That's yeah, Adam, Adam Sporker and Jan Ball. Salute, Let's good guy. Back. Unbelievable. Yeah, mm -hmm. absolutely. And but I love the the way you can do the quests, all the different ways, and all the. So we Toby and I would talk about every time we present a, um, the game, like, <laughs> different ways to do this. But there's even more than that. You know? Yeah. Even with the new DLC, it's like you can do that. You can go in and try and. Uh, you know, you got to play. You got there's like a dice competition game. Now we raise the points. Like, mm -hmm. like there's sometimes you actually go up to six thousand points instead of two. But in mm -hmm. the main game now, it's went to four. In the tournament, mm -hmm. it's to six. And all these guys have cheating dice. And you're like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you got to bring your, your cheating dice to like shot. And then they're like, you know what? Fine. You know what? Screw you, pal. I'm gonna go and I'm gonna steal your dice at night, or I'm just gonna kill you and take them. You know, like so. Yeah. Yeah. Until you take it. <laughs> I, I, I like my, that my, reminds me of some my game. thing for yeah. like um conflict is poisoning them poisoning their food. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> and it's like, yeah, that's good. Come on. Yeah, that's right. Eat up. Eat up, baby. You don't want that conversation. You want them to die before the fight starts. No, nah, you know why? Because every time I got into a fight of one or more people, I would well, two people, two or more people, I was getting murdered. Like yeah. literally, like guaranteed death. Out of that screen, I said, "So you know what? I got guaranteed death too. I got poison in the cup. It is gonna go there." <laughs> well, a lot of people are gonna be in that situation. So you just can't do a dragon shout and fly half them off the mountain. <laughs> No doubt, man. So I'm, gl I'm glad you mentioned, you know, what I'm saying the the the, the success on Steam. I was just, I was actually was going to lead into. So I'm very proud, obviously, to see KCD represented well at the uh, Central and European Game Awards, aka the Kiga. That's how I'm, that's what I'm calling it, the Kiga. <laughs> yeah, there you go. And it, you guys, you guys actually got nominated in multiple categories, and um, but you also came home the best narrative award. So I want you to talk about that experience as well as the KCD going platinum on Steam Shop as the top seller for 2018. Yeah, you know, as far as best narrative goes, I mean, it's it's really an honor because we really stress a story-driven game. I mean, there's no doubt that we stress that this, this there's going to be a game, there's going to be lots of cutscenes. there's mm -hmm. going to be twists and turns, there's going to be things that are happen that are meant to happen in the story. And we, we, you know, and, and there's only, as we know it, right, there's one ending to the game. Right. But like Henry's character, the way it develops, 
the it, it, the things that happened with this family. It's 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 really quite. I don't know, of corny, but legendary, man. It's like mm -hmm. very it's, intimate. It is intimate, man. And like from the very beginning, there's no messing around with what, what's going on in in the story. And then and then there's twists and turns, right? Mm -hmm. You find out. Uh, well, mini spoiler. Twist and turns, okay. Twist and turns, yeah. <laughs> There's a lot of twist and turns. We'll leave it. At yeah, man. Don't, 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 don't give that up because I had to uh, suffer through a lot of things, man. Seven, <laughs> seven hours in, and I'm like, I'm starting to get my, my, my stride. I'm starting to hit my stride. Don't lie. Well, I mean, if, yo, listen, I didn't have any cheats. I, I'm sorry, Addict, but honestly, if you don't know me by now, I'm a dude that got to do it. I don't look at a video to figure it out. I don't I don't I don't care about that stuff. I got to do it. Were you the one that said that I come <laughs> on that? You said what? You I'm bring pretty up sure that if we go back in the archives, you've said that you've looked stuff up for stuff before. <laughs> oh, no, you're talking about game facts. Yeah, that's something totally different. That's oh, like that's okay. Like, <laughs> no, let, let, no. Let me let me explain. Like, let, I, I I can tell you what like Game Facts is. Game Facts is something that me and Sovereign. I don't even know how Sovereign found it, but um, Sovereign was like, "Oh, you don't know how to get this part in Metroid." I'm like, "Nah, man. I've been doing this for hours, and I don't understand how to do this." All right, so go to Game Facts. You go to Game Facts. You put your the name in of the game, and then you look, and it'll tell you. All right, so you go to the left corridor, and you jump up there it don't give you like it wasn't a video it, it just told you where it to go and, and then, now now what no, you no, do what what you do oh, is you go watch somebody play the game you see <laughs> the ending of the game true. and you're like oh look at the ending i don't want to see that crap like i don't want to so, see that like i don't i, I, I don't want to see nobody curious, you seem like <laughs> yeah, I don't I don't I want to see nobody winning. You seem me. like you got receipts. Moving a lord to Lord Rick and the success of KCD. <laughs> the act of Rick, not on you, addict. Oh, I'm sure you want to avo avoid that question. <laughs> no, I'll talk to you later off air. Anyway. <laughs> so like like we said, Lord Rick, with, with the success and obviously with the best narrative war, like how's the team feeling? What's the energy at the studio right now, man? And you know what? The, the thing is, is like we we were ecstatic. I, I still remember when I was there because you guys know obviously I live in the U.S. I live in upstate New York, and I'm like I am absolutely going down there for release. I'm going down there, nice. and, or you know, not necessarily going down, you know, technically <laughs> going. Yeah. But um, mm -hmm. I, I'm going to be there to celebrate with the team. But let me tell you what happened. So of course we're looking at reviews. Everybody does. If they're, they're a liar, say if they don't. We all care about you know what people say. About your game, and but let me tell you something. There was so much work to do that we celebrated for like, oh, this is great, you know, because you know the Metacritic scores were between seventy-five and eighty or something like that. We were still, we were very happy, but we had work to do, man. So it's like, you know, then then a DLC comes out, and we have work to do. We gotta we gotta make it better. We gotta fix some bugs or whatever. So it's like the energy the energy is high, but it's like we're we're the it's kind of like if you. You know, a team that wins a Super Bowl, I'm not saying like we won the Super Bowl or something, mm -hmm. but when you release the game, you feel like you won the Super Bowl. I mean, I don't yes. know what that feels like, but you know what I mean. Mm -hmm. like, okay, but that was, we won the Super Bowl. That was last year. So we got some work to do now. It's a whole new season. So for us, it's like, okay, the game's out. That's great. It's selling. It's sold over many copies. That's great. Fantastic. We're very happy, but we have work to do. We have content still to come out. 
I still got to, you know, I got to keep in touch with my fans. There's, there's stuff to yeah. do. So there's a lot of work going on. Uh, and, and so that, that, that's the energy, man, is we, we have work to do. We want to make our game better and better and better. We want to optimize it and do what we have to do. So we're keeping on trucking, man. No we're doubt, man. That's good to see, man. Good to hear. And like I said, definitely proud when I saw that. Because, again, I think the game doesn't get enough credit narratively, and especially with cinematics. I mean, just from the opening of the game, again, not to spoil too much, but, you know, the tone is set very early, the stakes. And I remember what that was one of the things that kind of, really drew me in. You know I mean? You guys really, like you said, you have so much narrative, so many cutscenes and things of that nature. So I like to see that you guys took that seriously. And, you know, you know, cause a lot, you know, the, the casual thing to say is, oh, it's a Skyrim clone. This has nothing to do with Skyrim. No, it does <laughs> not have anything nah, to do with that. Not funny, at all. You can ask Thor Cognito when I was talking about the game. The first thing I said, it gives me like a, a Skyrim film for better story. <laughs> like, yeah, the first thing, like the story is, is crazy. <laughs> When I looked over for magic was, and there was no magic there, I was like, <laughs> was oh, like this, this, is be, this is going to be a tough one here. Huh? Yo, shout out to <laughs> Zell. He said, is the Black Plague in the game if it is, is it a D- or is it going to be in a DLC? <laughs> <laughs> Lord Rick, you don't have to answer that. <laughs> no, cool. I, I find enough dead bodies for no reason walking around. I'm like, who's out here murdering these people? <laughs> hey, what? Uh, I'll copy and paste the link to our to our roadmap so you can see the DLC. You know what I'm saying? No doubt. Let's get that oh, roadmap. Right. Exclusive. Let's go. <laughs> All right. So we All got right. that. I'm oh, sorry. Would you say, Lord Rick? Web addresses and try again. Oh, I can't. I can't do a link. No, <laughs> uh, I think I think an admin has to do the link. Just post something real quick, and he'll make you an admin. Yeah, po- just post something real quick. And I'll, I'll get you. Oh, there. Uh, boom, boom. But it mm-hmm. it, it kind of graded out. That's all right. I'll uh, I'll make just post something in the chat, and I'll do, I'll actually I'll take care. Oh, of it. oh, okay. Uh, yeah, uh, that's fine. Yeah, we'll we'll right. get you that because they they want they want that roadmap. They want that. Yeah. Oh, there you go. There's age. All right. Let me give you the uh, moderation. I'm, I'm, I'm looking for Microsoft right, to pick up now. the studio. Love you the <laughs> okay. So you should be able to do it now. Let's try again because I kicked it up. Mm-hmm. Nope. All right. Don't worry. We'll take care of it. Okay. All right. Whatever. Put it in the, put it in the hangout fine. chat and I'll have Attic take care of it. So there's no problem. But um, yeah, we, we're going to get that roadmap to you, Lords. You know what I'm saying? That's a fact. So yeah, put uh, it in yeah. the Google Hangout chat. I'll do yeah, it. put it in the Hangout chat and Attic will take care of it. Oh, let's get those likes up, you 39 <laughs> wonderful people. Let's <laughs> get give me those that road likes back. up. <laughs> no doubt. Shout out to Lost Food, man. What's up, man? Yeah, it's, it's coming. It's coming, Lost. Bear with us. But um, yeah, man, so while we're waiting on that, I want to talk about Obviously, this you know the first with the first major DLC from the Ashes uh, under the studio's belt. I want you to kind of bring us up to speed now with the latest DLC. And you guys picked like the longest DLC name in the history of DLC names. Put that up on Twitter. The abbreviation, like what? Yeah, I even got corrected on the abbreviation. It was so long. I was like, oh yeah, that's correct. So it's the Amorous Adventures of the Bold Sir Hans Cappen. So I want you to talk about how it differs from the Ashes DLC and also why like the Lords of the Realm who may have stepped away from KCD be interested to dive back into the realm of Bohemia. So sell us Lord Rick. Let's talk about this new DLC. Hands cap on. 
Yeah, so the bold adventures of or the the, the advent wow, I you messed me See? up. The See? Adventures, <laughs> okay, the endless adventures of bold Sir Hans Capon. There you go. Yeah, there so, we go. But Sir Hans is uh is your boy in the beginning of the game. Uh well oh, actually yeah. If you guys recall, he doesn't like you. He's nobility. You're not, right? Yeah, they don't like each other very after, much. After, right. And after Sir Hainish, who's running the show, then Hans wants to run the show, right? Because he's he's entitled to. Mm -hmm. And he doesn't like you at all. He doesn't like how you're kind of like not necessarily moving up the ranks, but have a little more respect. And there's some reasons why. See, I don't want to try to get stuff way too much. Yeah, yeah. Right? He doesn't like yeah. that. Yeah. He doesn't like that he's going to – even Captain Bernard, who trains you, doesn't like you in the beginning. You know? Yep. You got to earn their respect. Oh, interesting in life. Respect has to be earned. Who is Look that? at that. Right? <laughs> talk man talk. Man talk. Go. Man talk. That's what I tell people, man, that like in life is like, man, why, why don't you trust me? I said, you haven't even earned my respect. Mm -hmm. There we go. I respect go. and I'll trust you. You know? There we go. Anyway. anyway mm -hmm. um, food for thought, you know? Food for thought. So th this, okay. So throughout the story, Hans and, and, and Henry starts to, you know, they get more, you know, respect, right? Mm -hmm. But in the beginning, they get a little fist fight. They have a little competition, archery, a little combat, you know, and all mm -hmm. that stuff. And and even in this DLC, you still see Hans clearly wants to let you know he's the Lord, right? Exactly. <laughs> you know, but um, it, it's really, it's, it's a lot. It's really funny, man. Like, there's a lot of humor in, the, in this uh, DLC. And he falls in love with... Um, a blacksmith's daughter. Go figure, a blacksmith. <laughs> right? And uh, But the thing is, is blacksmith, you know, it's, that's lower class status. Okay? Mm -hmm. You know, so he, he falls in love with Carolina. Carolina. That's exactly how he does it. I love it. <laughs> the trailer. It's hilarious. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, and you, he, but he, he wants you to help him woo her over. And he says it's like the latest fashion in France, like the stealth kind of love, you know? You know? <laughs> A more, you know, you know how you understand. I try to speak a little bit French. I took four years Francais, but I, I, I a lot of it would be je ne comprends le français, which means I don't understand French. Absolutely. You know, um, so he wants you to uh, get. Um, he has a letter he wants you to sneak into her her, her room so that she can take a look at it and start to get wooed by her, by him, you know? Mm -hmm. And also she uh, he has he had his uh, great grandmother's necklace, very beautiful necklace, but he lost it when he was gambling, the idiot. Yes. Um, and he wants you to go get it back. And but you find out, and again, this is something that we've already kind of talked about, so it's not necessarily a spoiler, but right. the guy who won it from from Hans, he was murdered. So once you find that out, then you need to go and find the guy who is responsible or whatever. And it, mm -hmm. Then you have to, because you need, you want to get this necklace for her. And um, so you need to go into this camp and it's kind of like secluded and it's not really well known. So you have to talk to the right people, right guy or whatever to find this place. But also um, to the guy that has been uh, murdered, you kind of... Um, in a roundabout way, they actually don't. Man, I, I just don't want to give it all. I know, you know what? It's fun. I know, I know, I know. Like, so you need to go into this camp and you do some investigation and stuff. And there's like a dice competition thing, and like, like I told, like we were talking about earlier and stuff. And it's really kind of cool because with any DLC or any game, you can blow through it. You can go through it real quick. 
And with our game, there's a lot of different ways you can do things. And I like how I have different save points. And I'll actually go back and try a different way because then you get to see how it would happen a different way because sometimes you have a different cutscene. You have mm. this will happen, that will happen. Nice. Um, so when you're in that camp, there's just so many different ways you can approach it. Take part in the dice tournament. But even if you lose, maybe you can talk, find out who did this or that and talk this person into, listen, I need this. And I'll maybe buy it off here. Maybe, maybe at night when they're sleeping, I'll go steal it. Maybe I'll just kill the whole camp. You can try. Mm -hmm. It's hard, right? Because there's a lot of people, you know what I'm but mm -hmm. and then there's other things. And then like when Hans, you know, uh, sneaks into uh, Carolina's room, like you have to kind of like distract her father and stuff, who's outside. Who's wondering what's all this noise at night? And I almost got not to cut you, but it almost gives me like Romeo and Juliet vibes, but a comedy on some levels too. With yeah. with with, with, uh, with Henry trying to help Hans get his his macking up. <laughs> right. like oh, no, game. Yes, yes. <laughs> man talk, y'all. Man talk. Man talk is the D. That's right. So the thing is, like, it's there's a lot of because like and then you get to see your boy, and if you've played through the game a little bit, you, you the, the charlatan. Mm -hmm. And that guy, <laughs> <laughs> I love that man. <laughs> he, he's crazy though because he's like selling these potions and say you know they'll do all sorts of things, which we obviously know in the game there's no magic, but he makes them like it's magic. And he like sells this man. He's just like playing the game and he's the ball. It's not like the speaker. He's Destiny. like yeah, he's like <laughs> he's like Russell West Dickens from Red Dead. He all these fake potions and like. <laughs> I, I call him the medieval baller because he was. Oh, uh, <laughs> yeah. Mark Cerny. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. <laughs> Easy. <laughs> no. Continue, You know, and that's where you got to get this, like, thing to allure her, this, like, potion for Hans, man. And, like, it's just, uh, you know, and then he gives you a recipe and all this magic stuff he's going to do. You know, it's just fun, man. It's a lot of fun, and I and I always recommend when you play our DLCs or you play the story. Sometimes I even, you know, save get a certain safe spot because you know there are times too where you can fail to do something. If you fail, you could cut yourself short. Yes. Yeah. So you you could like in in, in the um when you rebuild in previous slavists, man. Mm -hmm. You you can screw all that up, and you can start stop paying people to get mad. They're like, we're done here. And guess mm -hmm. what? You're not the bailiff anymore. And it's kind mm -hmm. of something else. It doesn't mean you can't like necessarily go there or something, but it means that you're not going to be the bailiff. So you're not going to be the one building, and it's like so. That's why it's good to have different save points. And absolutely, absolutely, man. Yeah, that, that's the part about it. it's really cool, and it, it, to me, it's a nice, it's a refreshing take. You know what I'm saying? Because obviously, we've had the the other DLC, which is a from the ashes, and that that's the vibe I got from that. With that in the hardcore mode, was also like more for the advanced player who had all this money who had you know kind of like beat the game and they, they had didn't have other things to do and i felt that kind of satisfied that whereas this is like a definitely a change of pace and for me personally i want to talk about is that tournament mode you know what i'm saying because we yeah. know this there's, there's some lords out here that really got good at the at the kcd fighting system so tell us about that let's get the sell on with that part so so what's cool is in in um from the Ashes DLC, it was the mm -hmm. first time you could actually like practice mm -hmm. more so with like a particular uh, with with a person, right? You could practice and hone your skills. And, and just to backtrack for a minute, the one mm -hmm. nice thing is if you guys still haven't played the game, mm -hmm. in my opinion, I actually think you have a better experience from the beginning with rebuilding because when mm -hmm. you rebuild after you you take it down, so to speak, um, mm -hmm. with Sir Robart, yes, 
you you are there, there's things you can do there that you you're building grocing because mm -hmm. you're, you're making money there you can also you know you train hone your skills if you've already beaten the game you've probably honed a lot of your skills so you can actually get maybe a little more out of it going mm -hmm. into a tournament you've experienced a little bit of this training but tournament takes it on a whole nother level mm -hmm. it's all about your skill because you know the weapons are chosen uh and, and the armor and stuff so that it's not going to be unbalanced like Right. You guys will be fighting like with long swords or whatever it is, mm -hmm. so that you know it's going to be more comes down to the player's skill. And, mm -hmm. and in tournament, you can win. Sir Hanish will actually award you with some like really good armor or a really good weapon or whatever if you win. No and, and it's it's really cool, man, because the tournament even has a couple quests, and there's certain things that might affect a little bit of this, here, a little bit of that, mm -hmm. which is cool too. You can play the game if you will. And, and just tournament is something that people like we kind of showed off before the game came out and i'm glad mm -hmm. to see it come to fruition and the fact that it's free you know what i mean it, it was absolutely i absolutely gotta salute on that man and i'm glad you said that because i said you know what because so much new content has come out and it's been a while i mean i said let me just start a new playthrough you know so this way you get all that stuff yo the chat gotta stop with man talk right now <laughs> but uh, yeah, man, I had to do it because at the end of the day, it's like, you know, you want that the fresh coat of paint, everything combined into one seamless experience. And also, Lords, we put in that that DLC roadmap in the chat so you guys can also see what else is coming coming up because it real, looks like some real cool stuff. And um, one of the last things I want to ask you was just about um patch 1.7. So we know that's just been released now. I got to keep it true with you, Lord Rick, in the realm of the Lord. It's full disclosure. <laughs> now, as ambitious and as amazing as this game is, Right. There was some very tough bugs and glitches that kind of prevented progress at times, lock picking included, in the beginning. So I need you to do me a favor, right? I need you to talk to, I need you to, do to, talk to the Lord. Talk to talk to a guy like my guy Lord Fonzarelli, who loves your game, right? He was a huge fan at launch, but he just couldn't take it anymore after a certain point. You know, say so he loved the idea, but he stepped away. So what could we say? Now with patch 1.7, do can we say to him to kind of bring him back to make him give KCD that second shot? Talk to us. Well, I mean, heck, I mean, we went from you know we started at patch 1.1 you know one or whatever, patch one 1.1 or whatever. Now we're on 1.7, so it's come it's come a long way, man. Exactly. You know, even when I okay, so I played um, on just about all, all platforms with the game, of course, and for presentations, I played it at home. Obviously, mm -hmm. I had to do my own little testing, or whatever, on Steam, mm -hmm. and I played. Um, um, I want to do my own playthrough without like any, like th this, like this was the untouched one, the one I didn't test on. I wanted to go into this naked, like everyone else, in a way. Like I want to do my own playthrough the way I want, rather mm -hmm. than doing it a certain way because of testing this and that. Mm -hmm. And um, even way back when. You know, at least I myself hadn't experienced any uh, bugs that were causing me to play, to, you know, that prevented me from playing any further. However, there was for, for, for some people, there definitely was. Patch 1.7, now we're actually, we, we, we actually started to um, spend time even in more like optimizing it. So even yes. textures and, mm -hmm. and pop-ins and things, there's, there's stuff that has like gone, it's just come a long way. I mean, there's no denying that, you know, for a game this size, we had, we had stuff we had to work on. And yeah, so if you, good. you know, from coming back then to now, mm -hmm. well, we've actually totally revamped, um, I don't know about totally, but we've revamped the lockpicking and actually made it easier 
Nice. Uh, from when it first came out on consoles. Well, also, we um, even with the saving, we added a save and exit. So mm. we want to make it easier to save the game because when you save and exit, that save that save goes away when you start again. So you don't right. save over and over again. We wanted you to try and live with the decisions you made. I'm not mm. going to lie. J- just interrupt you real quick. Uh, when I found out you needed to drink alcohol to save, I was like, that was a controversial decision, though. But I will be honest, though, I did respect it in the beginning because it's like it, it made every save meaningful. Like, you, you love how about when to say how it says on the item after it says, you know, you need to drink this. Uh, I don't I, I think it said potion, I, yeah. I can't remember if it did or not. Uh, but down after, to the modern community, but it said after all of the snap. text, it says, Oh, and this is an alcoholic drink. I'm like, Oh my god, <laughs> but you gotta yeah. love it. They really went for the hardcore, so you know, because again, like you know, th- this isn't um, there are there are some auto saves when you get to certain parts of the game, and actually, as we at Pasha, we added a couple more of autosaves, but but we didn't want to change the tone of the game. And yet, at the same time, we found what I believe was a very good balance. And actually, uh, from working with the community over the years, mm-hmm. um, we've we've had a real happy balance. And the community was like, you know, just please, whatever you do, don't don't change the the tone or the pace of the game. And we certainly did. <laughs> we just made more like it was very reasonable to add a save and exit feature to where if you have to get going. You know, you don't have to worry about like, especially if you have a family or a, a child jumping in another app and shutting that game down because they jumped into another game or you know something like that. Yeah. Um, but mm-hmm. but as far as like all the other stuff, yeah, man, we're still working on the game to make it better. But bottom line is like, if you look at the patch notes, you'll see that the the, the things that we had you know worked on in the past has not only come a long way, but it's just mm-hmm. you can you can play from A to B. There, you know, you're gonna be able to play from A to B. Whoever was frustrated in the past. Try it now, especially if you were worried about the lock picking. And another thing, it still comes down to you have to try and train. It, you know, and once you start to hone your craft, so if you get towards the end of the game, you become super heavy. You become like Hulk. Yep. Like, <laughs> guys at a time. I'm not kidding. Like you can take, and lock picking, honestly, as you progress, it actually gets pretty simple because mm-hmm. you have leveled up now and the ones that said easy or even even hard, mm-hmm. you're just used to it. And and as remember, there's perks, even mm-hmm. for lock picking. So Absolutely. Get better at it. I'm glad you said that. And and I want to give a shout out too because um I feel I mean I'm running it on the X and it looks fantastic to me. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like uh, the cinematics look so I could only imagine, you know, what, what King is experiencing on PC and stuff like that. And and like you said, the first thing I noticed off the bat was the optimization. And I'm like, okay, yeah. they went back in here because Definitely things are flowing much smoother, looks better. You know what I'm saying? And a lot of that stuff, that other older stuff is cleaned out. So I'm going to speak to Lord Fonz personally, who's a huge fan of your game, telling me to get out there and get that new DLC. <laughs> Patch 1.7 and Xbox enhancements is out here in these streets. <laughs> So uh, that's it, man. I mean, so obviously we're very humbled uh, and, and proud to see, you, man, rocking that IOP shirt at PAX East. Yeah, man, really humbling to have you, man. And any more announcements? Obviously, we put the roadmap out there in the chat for the for the lords. You know, any more announcements on the way for a DLC uh, plan for the future? Well, I mean, you know, we're we're still working on optimizing and, and all that stuff. We're always going to work on making the game a better experience. But we, you know, there's no doubt if you see on the roadmap that the next DLC in line is Band of Bastards. Woo! Uh, really, 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 really looking forward to that one. And, nice. uh, you know, 
uh, it's definitely going to be very unique and, and different from what you've seen in the first two DLCs. Mm -hmm. And uh, but you know we, we take it one day at a time. Yeah, we we've given you guys like our vision, mm -hmm. and our vision is Kingdom Come Deliverance, and to make it better and bigger and better. And um, and after you know Band of Bastards, mm -hmm. um, then we have another special one that we talked about all the way in the Kickstarter that the backers are going to get for free, and that one's called the Woman's Lot. Yeah, so, I peeped that. Mm -hmm. Yep, yep. There's actually going to be an interesting uh, you know little thing that you, you know a playable character as as um. Well, I'm not going to give away who she is. <laughs> Some already have their speculation and whatnot, and we'll see. But uh, mm -hmm. yeah, we have a couple more DLCs left, and uh, you know, there's more in store. We still have, geez, um, even a documentary, an official documentary wow. for us that we're also going to be, uh, you know, we're working on that too. So a lot of exciting stuff, and I, I really appreciate the fan support and hanging in there with us. And Absolutely. you know what, we're gonna, we're always there, man. Like I. You know, I love working with the community. I love you guys. We got, mm -hmm. you know, Christian, our European community manager. We tag team it up, and I'm, mm -hmm. in, I'm in touch with those guys every day on Skype, man. Just, just like they're right next door to me. So, no we got communication. We're gonna be, we're gonna be here for a while. That's what's up, man. Great to see the continued support. This game is definitely one of the surprises of 2018. And just to see, like I said, you guys started from a Kickstarter to see the growth. And now it's like in almost in that AAA space and just continuing yeah. to, to get that support. These are these are the success stories we like, because a lot of times in the gaming industry, you, we don't see stuff like that. You, you hear about stuff getting canceled, studios falling apart, you know, so continue to support this game the lords will always support this it's in our realm <laughs> right up our alley <laughs> i love our guests so we, we had to show you love man so before before we uh, get you out of here as far as the kcd stuff um i gotta ask lord rick the question we ask every lord at the round table i need those top five video games or franchises of all time Woo! that's a hard one <laughs> that's a hard one and I, I might give you King. I might have you uh, throw KCD in there, so you have to report back to your bosses and don't get in trouble. <laughs> no, you know what? You're gonna make this easy. I'm not even gonna throw it in there. Woo, uh, let's go. I'm gonna, put, I'm gonna put any bias aside as much as I love it. Um, yeah. Let's go. I, I, I'm gonna have to do like series, otherwise Dark Souls yeah. will be in there every time. Yeah, uh, series, series, franchises. All ah, this is tough. I, I gotta go number one with my Ze the Zelda series. Woo! Right. Zelda's back. <laughs> you know, yeah, that's like a ninety percentile. Because I'm so passionate about Zelda, mm -hmm. it is the only my only complaint in Breath of the Wild, but it's a big one. As much as I love it, where the hell did temples go? Yeah, what's your problem? Yeah. I mean, <laughs> those are some of the best things. And you you want to put in little shrines? I don't yeah. care if there's a thousand of them. <laughs> <laughs> that was a controversial thing. Where's my water temple? This is just me and piston shot. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> no, you're, you're right. A lot of people said the same thing. You're, you're definitely a lot of people are in agreement with you. So um, we got Zelda. I will always buy Zelda, and I mm -hmm. and I and I love my guys. I love those guys. What they do, and, and, and all the way back to Mr. Miyamoto. Um, nice. I saw him at E3, by the way. That was a whole other story. So oh, yeah. he's the man. So um, the man. I, I I and again, this is just the kid in me, man. But I I, I gotta go next. Ooh, this is tough. Come on. I'm probably gonna just be very easy on this one to say Mario, man, just because of course. Of Mario, man. Nice. Isn't the Nintendo shot it through? I love it. <laughs> I, I gotta go Dark Souls. I have to. Ooh. Ooh. All right, that's three. That's three. I'm um, probably that's... actually if I'm going in order, I'm gonna go Ghost Recon series above. Mm. Ooh. I, I am. Salute. 
I love Ghost Recon. If I was single and you know, I had time, I probably would have tried to compete at the highest of levels, you know? Woo! We did try. You know, we weren't that great. We were a top 50 team on um, MLG back in the day. Mm -hmm. That wasn't actually that good in my opinion. Yeah, there was hundreds of teams, but, mm -hmm. you know, we tried, but I was like a married man. So I was like, responsibility. <laughs> man talk. No, and kids, yeah. right? And kids. I have five little kids, so. That's right. Yeah, uh, right. You can't be level 600. You got kids. You got to take it down. You got to take it down. Ghost Recon, Dark Souls, Zelda Mario. One last one to finish it off. Ah, um, one last one, and again, it doesn't have to. It's something that personally affected you that, as far as your gaming history, the I, game I is impactful. Go Resident Evil one through four. It is. Hello. I have to. Iconic. There, there's, there'd be a lot of like, you know, what, what you might call it. Not, not forgot to mention uh, honorable mentions, man. I'd have a lot of honorable mentions. Go, give me an honorable mention. Um, let's see here. And again, I gotta think about this one because I now remember when I was a kid, man, I never really played Sega. I never really played PS4 games, so I missed out on the God of War and stuff, and all the you know the like the really good un Uncharted and stuff. Even though I have the latest ones, mm -hmm. um, uh, honorable mention this much. Rainbow Six series, Rainbow Six. Far Cry series. Nice. Um, what else? I'm gonna try and think here about some other that I just automatically get. You know, Red Dead Redemption. Oh. Listen, 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 Starford, he just threw that bone at you. Yeah, it's really yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's good. I'm gonna go back Tecmo Super Bowl. Oh, let's oh, go. Tecmo. Yeah. Let's put in a ton yeah. of time on that, man. Ton let's... of time on Tecmo, man. <laughs> oh, oh, and Street Fighter, man, the old Street Fighters. Now when they had the count was like yeah, yeah, none of the none of the crazy stuff. Yo, Just the the essence. Yeah, yeah. the joint that I seen somebody get stabbed over. <laughs> what else? Sci -fi, like, you know, I hate that sci-fi crap that came into it. It's like too much sci-fi. So I'm done. I'm done. I've been done. Yeah, tremendous, man. That, that, oh my god, just yeah. a tremendous list. I have to stop there, man, because I can keep going. I keep going. So, <laughs> so man. yo. Dude, that, that was a tremendous list, man. Absolutely. We're going to get into the show. Hopefully, you can still rock with us for a little bit. I know you got things you got to do. So if you got to leave, you got to leave. I completely understand over it. But we got a couple more topics and we'll roll out. So uh, let's get the show popping. Uh, last week's poll results are in and the people have spoken to the question. If Microsoft's Project X Cloud proves to live to ex live up to expectation with minimal latency and a legitimate seamless console streaming experience, would you consider it as an option for your remote gaming needs? The winner at 62% of the vote was yes, I would at least consider Project X Cloud as an attractive option group. Coming in at second place at 34% was the no. Traditional console will always be greater, greater than streaming group. And coming in at a shallow third place at only 4% was the what's up with that Crackdown 3 release date, though. No. <laughs> 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 they don't even have anything to do with that. <laughs> they don't care. It's our shallow lords of the realm. <laughs> Thanks to all the lords who participated in this poll. Lord Saw, what you think about that, man? Listen, man. <laughs> I... Listen, <laughs> I'm going to play 
if you can tell, you're telling me that I can take my Xbox wherever it is, and you mentioned this when we spoke about it. Uh-huh. Yeah, that 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 switch is kind of in the bushes. A <laughs> if you tell me I'm gonna play my Xbox games wherever, mm-hmm. and it's gonna be a reasonable facsimile of what I have in my house, yes, I, mm-hmm. yes, 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 okay. absolutely, no doubt, no doubt. <laughs> Fair enough, fair enough. The Lord has spoken out. We have a new poll coming at the end of the show. So let's get into these topics and blaze through. Lord Sovereign, rock star and working conditions. What's going on? All right. So when I first brought up this uh, this topic, I got a lot of pushback from, yeah. from certain <laughs> Lord. Let me tell you, let me tell you something. It just felt like a lot of dirt is coming out lately, and these these companies aren't treating their employees well. And it just seemed like you know what it was. It, I, I I'm sorry I gave you pushback. It's it's a beautiful topic. It's it's and when I say a beautiful topic, is it has a lot of points to talk on, but it's not a beautiful situation that's happening no. to these people. <laughs> yeah, All right? Right. Which is why I'm approaching it from from a different perspective than most people would think. So bear with me while I get there. Right? Let's go. So. Um, so recently, Dan Hauser, um, one of the co-founders of Rockstar, uh, did an interview with Vulture, uh, where he talked about it, basically there was a, a visit to Rockstar in New York City. He talked about the you know the uh, development of Red Dead Redemption and whatnot. And at one point during the interview, he mentioned that they were working something like a hundred plus hours a week to get mm. things done. So obviously, that sort of raises eyebrows when you talk about stuff like that because Rockstar has been in the news in the past for alleged, you know, bad working conditions and and, and crunch conditions at the studio. This happened with the release around the release of the original Red Dead, mm-hmm. right? So uh, Dan Hauser made this statement, and uh, you know, people all over the internet, Jason, uh, let me, I'm pointing directly at Jason Schreier, mm-hmm. uh, indicated that he had more information um, from anonymous sources. And in all likelihood, there would be some sort of expose type thing that he would release mm-hmm. uh, soon. Right, he had that freestyle cooking. Speaking about speaking about this sort of stuff, and then Den Hauser um, uncharacteristically came back out and said, uh, "Wait, there was some misunderstanding about how I worded that stuff. I mm-hmm. meant that the writing team, like the, the four people, the primaries on the writing team, mm-hmm. uh, for you know X amount of time." we really go hard to finish up everything that needs to be mm-hmm. done at the studio to be very clear. Like no one is forced to work OT. Um, it's, you know, people, if, if you're super passionate and you want to stay here, we don't stop you, but uh, we don't force you to do anything, which is weird because they don't ever talk about that stuff. Um, right. So what after that, <laughs> then there was more discussion about, well, there's going to be more stuff coming out indicating that that isn't necessarily true or it is true for some people um, mm-hmm. and not others. Um, and then another characteristic thing that they did was they sort of let loose sort of their rules for um, social media interaction with their employees mm-hmm. and sort of told them, hey, go out there and tell us how great it is. Tell everybody how great it is to work for us. Like, this is not true. Mm-hmm. Um So at the end of the day, this is the way I feel about it, right? And we've talked about this in past episodes with other companies and this sort of crunch stuff. I say this. Does the gaming industry on some sort of level need some sort of regulation where this stuff doesn't happen, especially for for, new incoming employees, people fresh out of college? Absolutely. Now, Mm -hmm. that said, I'm going to tell you this from my perspective. I'm a grown man. Let's go. If I more grown talk. 
talk. One man talk. One man talk. <laughs> if mm-hmm. I, I don't care how much I'm getting paid. I don't care how much of a dream position it is for me. Talk to me if I am in a position where I am not happy with what I'm doing, despite it being the stuff I'm so passionate about, and if I feel I'm being disrespected and abused, I'm gone. Mm. No one's Preach. putting a gun to anyone's head to do this stuff. Damn, it's if you're stealing all my points, Jesus. <laughs> it, just, it, is, it, is, it is baffling to me that this stuff, obviously there's certain checks and balances and regulations that need to be put into place, absolutely. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, it is your choice to continue to 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 work under those conditions. Right. I, I listen. If I feel disrespected, I I have to look at myself in the mirror every day. Mm. I'm not nice. gonna take that. I'm moving nice. on, and that's it. Until I find something that doesn't make me feel that way, right? Yeah. So that that's that's my feeling on that sort of stuff. Now, mm-hmm. what what I want to talk about in terms of Rockstar quickly, and then we can comment on the on everything, right. is the fact that listen, there are very few entities or people in the world mm-hmm. that can get away with such extreme hubris and like <laughs> and, and and always back it up you know like mm-hmm. floyd mayweather every time he talks listen man i got nothing to say to you you back it up every time you come out there <laughs> i have no beef with you right. uh conor mcgregor his he's in the bushes now no. <laughs> <laughs> anything that comes out of your mouth no i'm not no location he's found his location man Exactly. The location was in the crowd beating up your team. <laughs> oh my god! Rockstar, Rockstar over the years has earned that that sort of reputation where every time they come out, they're dropping ether. It's it's, mm-hmm. it's a wrap every time they come out. And but it seems like it, they've got a little more sort of full of themselves mm-hmm. to the point where they're sort of the narrative that they they they, they try to control around the launch of their game is sort of crazy. Like I, this whole thing about. The media blackout, the social, uh, the 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 social um, aspects of not letting their like their employees talk about certain stuff online and but like blacking the, the sovereign. I mean, I'm, I, I got I got I got to call fraud on this because this game <laughs> no, is story it's driven. True. The narrative is story driven. I'm not talking about them talking about can, the narrative. I'm talking about you can't talk online for the fear that you may. You talk can't. About this. You can't. So that's the deal. That's the deal. Like so that's one listen. thing. Right? That's one thing, right? Uh-huh. Now, okay. this, this you know what? Another I, I, thing that affects me directly that I, you're gonna laugh at, right? Uh-huh. Right. So this week they also came out saying that, hey, mom and pop shops, f you, you're not getting <laughs> the game to November. Good. And this is why the com- this is why the topic is here because Mr. Lee didn't get your game a week early. <laughs> so thank you, Addict. Thank you. Now this is Sovereign's world, and we 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 all you. Right we now, we this is a mom and pop stop. Sure, in a second. Yo, yes, Cognito, Yo. I knew if you sit there and let them talk long enough, the truth will dribble out, Yo. and the truth has dribbled out. Listen, this man I, is I, an absolute I, fraud. Listen, feeling their totalitarian. I'm feeling it. I'm feeling it. I love Red Dead, but they are off the hook right now. They're killing me right now. Do you want some salt with your no mom? No, the funny thing is, right? The uh, funny thing is, he's um, a really upset. So he's really tight. He's really tight. He can't get it for the bottom of the You know, I'm mad at them. You know, I'm mad at them because they were getting. You know, I'm mad, They were getting two purchases. I already have it digitally pre ordered. So they were getting two purchases from me. I'm not having that game. 
I'm not having that game out on Wednesday. So, hold on, hold on. And me not having so are you, you going to boycott it, it now? You got to no, go boycott it. No, I told you in the past. I told you in the past there are two ways I boycott a game. Uh-huh. Church of Satan and child <laughs> labor. That's it. Okay. <laughs> yeah, listen, they didn't listen, those policies. If you're Lord, not Lord Addict. Lord Attic, he he just wanted his horse balls early, and he didn't get it. <laughs> I want, I want those X enhanced. Yeah, go ahead. There you go. <laughs> listen, listen, listen. Let me let me just say two things real quick. Really all right, I get now I, I, I'm, I'm I'm gonna get a little Rick in this, but mm-hmm. as as okay, one aspect of one of my companies is mm-hmm. you can't disclose who you are protecting. Mm-hmm. All right. Can't talk to your friends about it. Can't talk to your family about it. You can't talk to anybody about it because a lot of times these people is here under pseudo names and doing things that they, frankly, they sometimes they don't even want to be known that they're in New York. Mm-hmm. You know, so mm-hmm. um, th- th- those those situations can't uh, be divulged. So when they put a, a blanket over the company and you can't talk. That's what you signed up for. You knew going in. And if you found out later on and you said, well, I'm such of a blabbermouth that I need to be on social media. I need <laughs> to talk about your game. Then you don't need to be here. So that's something that you have to, you know, reconcile within yourself. But I understand your true point is he shut down Mr. He Lee. Shut down, and I'm all he shut down about the Bobby Pop style. <laughs> all right, let's get let's get Lil Rick in. Now, Lil Rick, I want to start with you because on the ground level. And we all know, obviously, all of you guys, yourself, Lord Toby, Lord Adam Sporker, I got a chance to meet you guys. Um, you know, you guys work extremely hard and are fantastic at your jobs. You know what I mean? So what I want to know is, like, obviously, we know Warhorse, you know, the high level quality of product, product and all the things it takes to deliver. So I'm curious about your take on this and the temperature of what we want to say is crunch culture, right? This was coming. Give it to me. You know it's coming. You know, no, we ain't trying to get you in trouble. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but I just want to say, like, as a game studio revs up closer to the release, like, as Kingdom Come was revving up, right? Like, what's your take on this coming in as a person on the other side? Some things that you learn very quickly in social media. And this is not – so first, I'm not going to even answer anything that has to do with anything with Warhorse or just yes. in general. Just in general, anything on social media will always get blown out of proportion. Correct. It right? uh, doesn't matter what it is. Mm-hmm. And it's really easy if, if, you, if you get emotional about things easy in life, mm-hmm. you're going to just go with whatever said on social media. So mm-hmm. if it looks bad, you're going to think it's bad, and you're immediately going to make judgments and accusations. And that's, too, that's a shame, really. It's a shame. Mm-hmm. That's not being a man or a woman. That's just, that's just being driven out of immaturity because we like to judge. Mm-hmm. We just yeah. like to make judgments. So if we mm-hmm. see something and it, and it, and it, it trends, we just believe it to be true. Mm. That's too bad. That's too bad. Um, but on a note, now getting back to this, when yeah. uh, of course you put in more hours towards release. I mean, uh, there, there's, there, there's, and there's so many things I'm not even going to get into as reasons why. Mm-hmm. But you do. Now, but here, here's the thing. Mm-hmm. One thing I love with what we do is it's not, there's no micromanagement. There's, there's mm-hmm. tasks, and we work together to get them done. Mm-hmm. Right. And sometimes it takes a little longer, but mm-hmm. I, all I can say is, man, is like, mm-hmm. I don't know about a hundred hour work weeks or whatever. Yeah. And the thing is, is unless I talk to someone directly, I don't care who says it. Right. I mean, unless they're maybe pulling direct quotes and maybe a couple quotes, not just one. Right. Cause it's easy to take those out of context. Mm-hmm. I, don't, I don't let it bother me. Like I'm mm-hmm. not saying, I'm not trying to say right or wrong. This is not about right or wrong. This is not mm-hmm. about hundred hours or not. This is just right. about mm-hmm. media. 
Right. And, 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 about, and, and, and I'm sorry, continue. If I'm letting you finish, I'll let you finish. It's it, it's about sometimes little added extra drama. Perfect time for this because it can go off because it's the right time to talk about it because Red Dead's exactly. releasing. That is true. That is my main gripe with this entire thing, right? I Generally, when it comes to Jason Schreier and the stuff that he talks about, mm -hmm. I, I'm all in because he's, he's, he's always, he tells the truth. What mm -hmm. I don't like is the timing of this. You mm -hmm. know, if these if, if these are issues at Rockstar, these mm -hmm. would have always been issues at Rockstar. Mm -hmm. what, what is the need to bring it up right now when it's gonna take away? Oh, he's gonna the get the focus. most traffic right well, that's, now. Oh, exactly. So if you know, but it's true. It's true. And, right and that feels very gross. That feels right. kind of gross because let, let, let me bring it in. This, at other points, I want to I want to ask you this, but I want to ask Lord Rick this too. But what about in Jason Shry's defense? Mm -hmm. He did also a, a, a comment or a write about the actual positive uh, comments that were coming out when Rockstar got in front of it, right? And oh, right. they allowed these guys to employees to make statements and the majority of those employees said hey they never experienced that you know mm -hmm. so what what do you say to that with a him allowing that information to be released and b the also thought of like you know you know i see this 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 banter on the internet which is kind of right, like right. well you know well if those guys are paid to say that or you know are they under duress or you know that kind of thing to say that like what what you what, what say you to those kind of things Comments. Well, the thing is, is I, I mean, Jason is Jason. I, I don't, I don't know his business. I don't know him as a person, so I don't, I don't, I don't even want to go there because I don't, I don't really know, man. I don't really know, like, and I don't even try and spend too much time on that because at the end of the day, um, for me, the the way I see it is, you know, whether this is going or not, I know. Look, I, no matter what job you do, if you put in a hundred hours, it's not good for health. There's, there's no way around it. It's yeah. not. You know, so that, that that's just a that's just um, I think we could agree that that's just it's not gonna take the best toll on you. But right. at the same time, at the same time, uh, if you talk to old school folks, right, uh, who used to work really hard and extra hard for their families when it was a lot more difficult, mm -hmm. uh, yep. that, that's some of the things they did, and and they were proud to do that. So mm. I'm not gonna go in and make judgments because I don't know these people. Honestly, right. I don't have any relations with with anybody that works. Uh, on Red Dead Redemption, mm -hmm. and even if I did, who am I to say anything about it? So all I'm going to say is I'm going to make it very basic, very general. Mm -hmm. I don't think it's healthy to put in that many hours a week. The most hours I ever worked in one week was when I was a garbage man. Mm -hmm. All right, putting. <laughs> no I was just about to ask you that. Yeah, what the most hours you put in? I started at five in the morning. One time I got done at eight thirty at night. I'm like, I might as well sleep in my damn car. <laughs> yep. <laughs> well, and then work the next day, but um. Uh, you know, Make sure you take a shower first, though, because <laughs> oh <my> God, <laughs> that, that, that garbage man. Yo, listen, I, listen, he he know exactly what I'm talking about. Uh, my boy Jason is a garbage man, and let me tell you something. He comes over, he could take four showers. I'm like, brother, brother, where was you doing the garbage, man? Oh. Brother, wow. Brother. You might think it's clear when you're doing recycling. No, sir. Recycling. When we did over, I did over a thousand stops. And you're going in this restaurant, man. And I'm just telling you, there was maggots, thousands of them on the ground. Oh, yeah. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Shout out to the sanitation department. Garbage man during hunting season. Yeah. Oh God. Oh no. Absolutely. Oh, no, I, I hear. I hear where you're coming from, Lord Rick. I definitely hear where you're coming from. But the point is, is this? Like, like I, I, I try not to really formulate too much of an opinion on it because I'm not there. Yeah. And I don't, I don't know the circumstances. What if, what if someone did work 100 hours a week? Did they, did they want to? And if they did. 
And if they did, then then that's that something that, nothing wrong with that if they wanted to. That's one hell of a paycheck, Rick. That's yeah. one hell of a paycheck. <laughs> you guys, you guys hear me all the time talking about my crazy work week. And it, again, that's all by choice. And when I don't feel like doing it, I, I don't feel like doing it and I don't do it. And it's just um the uh, the the grossest stuff around this stuff is that it's happening now because it's taken away from and maybe Red Dead is is a game that anything out of Rockstar maybe is a game that's kind of immune to this and it's gonna sell you know gangbusters regardless. But the fact that all this negative stuff is coming out the week of the uh, of the game it don't is, sound negative to me. And, this is the whole thing. Like no, the attempt to make it negative. That's what I'm saying. If, yeah. if you, you remember, because Jason Schreier has said that it's there's still something in the pipeline that's probably coming okay. out this yeah. week. Um, but, um, closer to the game's release. I want to get so again, in, and then I want to. I want to uh, get in this too. The, the reason, yeah. the reason why I say, okay, I'm gonna give you two scenarios, right? Now you can have one of those people that have one of those horrible jobs, and mm -hmm. when that one hour feels like ten hours, mm -hmm. right? right? Or you can have one of those jobs that is so lit, that is so is the bomb that is it time to go home already? That type of job. Right. So. Let's say he's at the, oh, my, is it time to go home already? Uh, listen, I got another five to six hours in me. Let's continue working on this because we was making real progress and we're mm -hmm. almost done. So who's to say that person or those people, uh, that group, didn't do that, didn't have a blast doing it, and probably said it in the thing that, yo, last week we did a 100-hour work week. It was crazy. Eventually, they're gonna. Th this won't be an issue. In fact, everyone we talk about how good the game is. And it's like, well, how do you think the game got so freaking got so good? good. Because, yeah. Because, because yeah. Because it did. yeah. Ooh, I take take a new job. Well, well, one, of the, one of the things I want to point out is, you know, I've talked to a lot of devs in the industry. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, crunch time does happen a lot. Like especially, you know, when they have to meet a certain milestone for their publishers and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. um, is you know. I mean, I've been told uh, there's there's a couple things uh, when it comes to it. Uh, usually, after the games launch, they get they get a little bit of downtime, mm -hmm. and I don't know if that happens with Rockstar. I'd assume because they met the they about to make a lot of money off this game, right? Uh, but you know, there, there's a couple things going into it. Uh, I don't necessarily. I do think there what they did say there were people working 100 hours a week there. I would say if anything, that's a lot of your higher ups, the people that's overseeing an entire department, because mm -hmm. they're trying to make sure everything is uh, connected dots there. So I would say that they're working a lot of hours. Now I'm not saying that they're working 100 hours every week, right? You know, they, they might have had a week where they had to meet a criteria. Uh, mm -hmm. They worked 100 hours that week and then probably went a couple weeks working your, your standard 40, 50 hours in that in that district. Uh, <laughs> first, all I want to say is like we don't we don't really he didn't even say that he all he said was we have people working 100 hours a week to make sure this game comes out. When you mm -hmm. say it like that, it seems like we have 100 passionate people working to make sure this game comes out how it's supposed to. Mm -hmm. um, and, and, you know, we live in a day of Twitter. Mm -hmm. Twitter, everything gets leaked. Right. If there was a lot of misusing management there and people huge, that would have been on Twitter. Mm -hmm. <laughs> like right. in some way, shape, or form, when you have all those people and you're managing all these people, if there was a lot of people over there that was not feeling how they were being worked, it would have been on Twitter. It would have been on NeoGAF. There would have been some kind of leak. Uh, right. It wouldn't be at the very end. Now you starting to hear about it. 
Right. Like, who so, says that they didn't work a couple hundred hour, hours a week, and then now yeah. they're about to take three weeks off? Right. Yeah, man. Let me let me jump in because um this this is definitely a polarizing topic, and I definitely I, I'm 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 in agreement with all the lords here. All all of you made great points, Lord Rick as well. And um, I think it's interesting because obviously the employees, the news that's coming out is definitely polarizing, right? And I want to shout out, I had a great conversation with the Four Guys Recorders guys. Shout out to uh, Inferno, Clowns, and Assassin, those guys on their show. And I guess my perspective is a little different as an IT guy because I can only speak for myself, right? But in my field, it is outright verbalized at point of hire, like what is expected and that there will be various crunch periods throughout the year, whether it's like either some type of migration or whenever we're doing like any type of cloud infrastructure changes, you know. So at that point, to me, the issue comes down to whether it's paid OT compens uh, compensation involved or not. Now, if there's if it's clear that there's no paid OT for these crunch periods, then at that point, I'm with Lord King, Lord South, like it's a becomes a personal decision to remain with that job. Right. Because once you sign up, I don't think you can have it both ways and complain. You know what I'm saying? You knew coming in again, if that's the case. Right. So my thing is, you know, if you're upset and you're like, hey, this is working me too hard and I didn't expect this level. You know what I'm saying? Then it's time to put that resume up. <laughs> it's time it's, it's too excessive. You know what I'm saying? So from all these accounts, it seems that they're mixed. Everyone's experience seems to be a little different. You know what I'm saying? The good, the only good thing about all this is that it does bring the light. If there are companies that, you know, kind of have any shady practices, then of course that's going to be put on the light. But I do, do agree with Sob in the sense that, you know, the timing is interesting. I have to be honest. The timing is interesting. And then the latest thing is obviously they just came out and said that uh, Rockstar's QA studio said that now they had a meeting and that overtime is officially now optional after workers said they felt it felt mandatory so that that's what i got on i let the rest of the what probably when is a lot of people felt like you know it's it, i'm sure it was optional i think uh, state law aren't they in new york or something like that they're yeah. in the states aren't they it, yeah. it, it has to be optional unless they're on salary well, well, <laughs> well, well, he said so who's boycotting red dead <laughs> so, nobody breath not a soul People have said anonymously <laughs> that, that, that this stuff doesn't apply to all the studios since they have various studios around the world. Right. Like expectations are different in different places. Right. So, so not everyone's experience is the same. Some people mm -hmm. may feel like it's more mandatory than others. Mm -hmm. um, oh, and, no, and, and at no. different levels of management also, like higher management and, and mm -hmm. as opposed to like, you know, ground level workers and whatnot. All I know is regardless if they, if they really did work them 100 hours for a little bit to make sure this game comes because i mean we've seen the game it's a very mass game highly detailed it would not surprise me one bit if these people had to work 100 hours to make that possible That's in a amount of time you know what i say i say this right but like rick said if, like how do you they, expect this to happen with that level of right. detail that they're getting that I, level, I say this if they man, for that 100 hours that you work don't worry, I'm gonna buy your game, and I'm pretty sure that millions of other people are going to buy your game. And I'm pretty sure while you're on vacation and I'm back at work slaving and playing your game, you're gonna give me that shout out and say salute, thank you for the hundred hours that you worked that week. I am not gonna shed a tear because there's a person this week that didn't work one hour that will definitely work that hundred hours. So, and you know, Rocks. Rockstar, they, 
I don't think we've ever heard any kind of negativity thing when it comes to uh, them. I do think that if they did work people like that, like consistently, not like one week, consistently, then, you know, Rockstar pro- probably should hand them a little check after the game comes out. Like, but, yeah. you know, that's neither here or there. We don't know what's going on. No one's right. came out oh, and said right. openly what's going on. We don't These know. Kids, people could be working 40 hours and the rider worked 100 from home. We don't know that. <laughs> 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 that's perfectly plausible. The writer could have been working 100 hours from home mm-hmm. and everyone else was working a standard shift. Now, I don't think they got that kind of content, that kind of quality of game. It would not surprise me if they worked an average of 60 hours a week. Let's get to this banging topic. Yeah, let's get out of here because we got one last <laughs> one. We got Lord, Lord Rex got his giants coming up, so we got to get him out of here, man. But um, yeah. last one, we'll fly through it, is uh, Days Gone. <laughs> the days are gone, though. What happened to your days, though? You know, shout oh out God. to the people that come up creative uh, little sayings to say what's happening. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I say this right because I I actually champion this uh, this subject mm, uh, yes, yes. to come to the forefront. So I'm going to present this to the table, <laughs> like because a lot of you guys out here be talking that crackdown crap. Y'all, like, ooh, that crackdown. Ooh, Oh, that crackdown! Why? Where? Why are you getting pushed back? Was a couple months, wasn't it? Or at least a month. Yeah, on April. It's April. Yeah. So you have you Mm -hmm. got the bug too. Days Gone has got (laughs) oh my god. So my my thing is, uh, when does the hyperbole start, or where does it end? Because Mm. they said that the game wasn't playing right; it wasn't looking good. That game was delayed because of the competition. No, it, it got delayed because Sony hasn't been pushing that game. If you haven't noticed, that Sony hasn't been pushing that game like it has been pushing all these other Ghost of Hashima and mm. all these other games have been getting top billing. Wait, you, do you think Sony was, threw them in the bushes? Is that what you say? Like, no, I'm just saying, like, it was inevitable the writing was on the wall and right. they want to... Uh, I'm I'm personally looking forward to this game. I really like that whole horde of zombie type of thing running for your life and you could push somebody and make the zombies eat them i think that is incredible to me i like that whole aspect of it but you know people are making such a big deal out of delays and when when has a delay been bad Mm. and the game was better off for it you Mm. understand so this Mm. is what i bring to the table another top shelf game that i feel is a top shelf game has suffered a delay Mm -hmm. and do we deem it as bad or do we deem it as good Lord Rick will get you real quick because I know you, you got much time. But uh, what what do you feel about just delays in general? And obviously, days gone. Ah, see again, this is there's no right or wrong answer because it, it really depends on what the situation is. But I'll tell you, mm-hmm. a delay is. I mean, we've had our own delays at Warhorse, and I'll tell you, when we delay, it's because we just want to make it better. Right. And, and I know it's tough. It's tough because you want a game to come out sooner. But mm-hmm. heck, in this day and age, I told you guys before the podcast started, I, my backlog so big I got touch or something. <laughs> <laughs> a, a quick Thank question you. for you. Um, from being a standpoint in the industry, is there a lot of emphasis behind delays? Like, is there a lot of backlash if you have to get a delay? Or is it just something that you want to avoid, but it's not necessarily a bad thing if you do? Because we only really know from, like, you know, we don't see – what happens behind uh, when a delay happens? Is there a lot of repercussions for it? Well, I mean, mm-hmm. here's the thing: you you care about your fans. You never really want to delay in that respect because you you feel like you know you've let the fans down a little bit. You know, it's mm-hmm. a it's a hard one, but at the same time, we know why. It's because we we need more time to make it better. It's the truth. I mean, you try to have 
mm-hmm. and this and that. But see, you know, you also we also have to realize, you know, there's there's whether how big your studio is too, that also mm-hmm. plays a factor. And and you know, obviously it's not just like one studio here. There games get delayed all the time. Red Dead Redemption, you know, mm-hmm. has their moment. So it, it's about making the game better. That's just that's just the bottom line. It's about making Absolutely. the game better. That's why we did it, we want to make it better. Absolutely. Let me let me jump in on this too because um I'm in agreement with all you know the Lord here as well. Shout out to Brap in the chat. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. Yeah, man. I mean, I'm probably like like Lord Cam probably wanted to steal that. I love the premise of like you know the game itself. Actually, just talk about the game days going itself. Like little Sons of Anarchy looking character. You know, yep. zombies. You know, enemies can be used against each other with you know the hordes and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So at the end of the day, just a delay to me. It's just a smart call right just get away from the madness that is february because we got a lot of titles coming out right at the, around it's that time craziest year i think i've ever seen at the beginning yeah, yeah it's insane so let, let them get away from that you know the shine is now in april let them put the proper pro- uh, polish on it and like i said it's like you know delays to me are always good the only time the only and i know where the crackdown thing is going <laughs> i know where you go with that i don't think they are the same but the only time i struggle with delays is if it's like now we on like delay three. You know what I'm saying? And we on delay three or delay four. Now I'm like, mm, is it ever going to come out? You know what I'm saying? At so that, that point, I start saying it's an April Fool's joke. Yeah, like at that point, it's like, okay, there's still guys waiting. You know what I'm saying? It's just like, okay, I don't know. But when it's like something like this, and you know, shout out to, I mean, Call of Duty, right? They, this just this year, look, look what's happening. You know, they they saw what was coming with Red Dead, and they said, hey. We're going to move this thing to October. That's interesting. That's interesting about this game for me is that they, they gave it a date. Right. Yeah. A lot of times, like Rockstar, you, you they'll, Rockstar will give you a season. Right. And then, you know, once they give you the season, <laughs> the season, you're not getting, you're, you're getting at least one or two delays. You're not mm-hmm. getting, so right. that, and they do that. Rockstar so, gives you a year first, and then they yeah, give you a season, and then, then they give you a month, and then they give you a day. Shout <laughs> out the multiverse. They said you mean Star Citizen with a game that keeps getting delayed. Oh my God. Yeah. So it's like, what's interesting is that they gave it a date and they're moving it. And it's true. It, it, for me, I think the game is essentially done, but it's smart to get out of that madness. You, you still have Anthem coming out that day. You still mm-hmm. have. For me, the dark horse of that day is Metro Exodus. Yes, it, which you know, which I got a shout out to Lord Sam, got a chance with him to touch that behind the scenes, and that 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 thing looks yeah, nice. Yeah, it looks beautiful. You know, and, and the thing is, mm-hmm. the most important thing is, is the health of that game and overall. Yes. Yeah, yeah, that game right. can use the most polish it possibly can because I tell mm-hmm. you, and moving it regardless of the reason was the right thing mm-hmm. to do because. If you if you look comparatively, like if God of War is coming out that day, that's not mm-hmm. the game that's moving. If Spider Man's right. coming out that day, that's not the game that's moving. Right. So obviously there's more there's more work to be done on this game to get mm-hmm. it to where they needed to get it. So mm-hmm. yeah, I'm all for it. No, absolutely, man. Absolutely. Lord uh Attic Lord King, you wanna finish this out? Your topic? I'm good. Okay, cool. Well, King? I say this, right? And I say with any delay, like Lord Rick said, you know, back in the days we had like one or two games for the year. And, you know, we were happy with that and we were starved to the next game came out. We made that a million dollar seller uh, day one. Um, so now in this day and age, we have backlogs. Like he said, you have backlog of Tetris. This is backlog. <laughs> um, I, I, I tend to push games off. I don't buy games initially anymore. I've learned um, because I'll buy a game at 60 bucks, and when I get a time to play it, it's actually $30 when I get around <laughs> to play it. And it's going, I could have saved myself 30 bucks. Yeah, All right. So um, 
nowadays uh delays are good that this is what i feel delays are good it gives the time for the company to put the shine on that game and this is a game that i was really looking forward to on playstation so i wanted to have its spider-man moment it's god of war moment it's time and it's fun that you know playstation guys gravitate toward i wanted to trend on twitter i wanted to be topics and talking points i don't want it to be lost in the shuffle in between the anthem or this game in that game everything every developer deserves to have that spotlight on them at least for two to three weeks Absolutely. so you know let let this game get it shine and mm-hmm. I, I feel the delays are good for the industry so you know we we all got a backlog if you, if you don't have a backlog you're not playing that's uh, and like law law sav and law rick say what, what was the famous quote law sav my motto what is it a delayed yeah, game what, uh, a bad a bad game is bad forever. A delayed or something like that. A delayed mm-hmm. game is is whatever. It, it, it I forgot it. We know the gist. I get the gist. All right, let's get the poll. Let's get out of here. So to the oh, that was the uh, what good good uh, section right there, King. So um yeah, with the poll. So in reference to both the recent positive and negative testimonials regarding crunch culture conditions at Rockstar Studios. Which statement closely represents your sentiments regarding game release deadline environments? The choices are A, no one is forced to do anything in regards to employment. Crunch comes with the territory. B, some companies will coerce you into extreme hours. Crunch is wrong. C, crunch is only an issue if there is no OT or compensation. Or D, I don't care if Red Dead don't release on time. I'm going to crunch the studio. That is the best. Yeah, I think that might be the best one you came up with. (laughs) (laughs) You say you're going to like make the studio to some cereal and crunch up the cereal? Lord Rick Lagnese, an absolute pleasure to have you in the room with the Lord. Where can the fine people find you? And what else do you have going on in the world of Kingdom Come Deliverance? Where can they find me? They yes. can find me on Twitter, Rick5292, which Ooh. I am the same on Steam and the same on, I probably won't accept your friend request, no offense. <laughs> you sound like solve the offline profile. Because I try to keep KCD in the forums, because otherwise DMs are crazy, and that's that's okay. They're mm-hmm. open on Twitter. You can DM me anytime there. Mm-hmm. Uh, Reddit, same thing, man. It's always Rick five two nine two on the Xbox. Same thing, mm-hmm. and eventually PlayStation. I got to change my tag to Rick five two nine two. Yes, please. Um, but you know, um, I, I kind of already mentioned about what's going on with Kingdom Come. Mm-hmm. You know, we're, 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 we're working on a quick hotfix now, and then we uh, we also have, like I said, more DLC that's coming out, mm-hmm. uh, always optimizing. And uh, check out that DLC roadmap. Yes. Um, if you if you follow World War Studios on Twitter, just mm-hmm. at World War Studios, then you'll, you'll, you'll keep up with all the latest stuff as well. Mm-hmm. And, uh, but again, hit me up, Rick5292. I, I love talking to anybody anytime. Absolutely. The Lord of Community Managers, super passionate. It's always a pleasure to see you out there making the rounds, promoting the game, and just to see the success of this game, man. It just really warms the Lord's heart. We, we love the journey. We love to see you guys continuing to put great content out. And shout out to the studios for having the longest DLC name in the history of DLCs. <laughs> <laughs> the Amorous Adventures of Sir Bold Sir Hans Captain. 
Almost, almost. Bolzer Hunt. Bolzer, damn it. I almost had it. <laughs> <laughs> Salute once again, Rick. Lord Addict, where can the five people find you? What you got going on? You can find me on uh, Twitter at uh, Lord Addict ILP. You can find me on YouTube at Gaming Addict. I'll probably releasing some videos this week. I don't know yet. Depends on how I feel when I get off work tonight. Uh, I'm gonna go ahead and put in the comment section. Uh, you ain't gonna do a hundred hours this evening. What's up? <laughs> no, I'm gonna put in the comment section. Uh, our guest is Twitter, so definitely uh, go follow him on Twitter. Yeah. Uh, yes, that's his Twitter. I appreciate uh, you for coming on, Rick. Uh, it's been a pleasure talking to you, and uh, see you guys next week. Absolutely, Lord Sovereign. How can we find people find you? What else you got going on? You can find me at uh, Lord Sovereign on Twitter and BX Sovereign on PSN mm -hmm. and Xbox Live. Mm -hmm. Um, Lord Rick, thank you for coming through, man. M much appreciated. Uh, unfortunately, I didn't get to meet you at, at PAX. Hopefully, next year that will be a different story. Um, and just guys. Pick up this game. Pick yes, up this game. Please. We we you know we there's there's all this talk around Red Dead about how it's gonna move the open world genre forward. And you guys don't get enough credit for what you did with your game Preach. and already taking steps in that direction. Mm -hmm. In terms of the systems in this game, in terms of the narrative, everything, the minutia that you guys managed to to make interesting in a game is something that's never really been seen in an open world game or an RPG mm -hmm. before. Um, you guys don't get enough credit for that. It is absolutely a, a high watermark when it comes to RPGs. So, every yes. guys, pick this game up, please. please. Absolutely. Lord King, where can the find people find you? What you got going on? All right. First of all, first and foremost, um, I'm bowing to Lord Rick um, because uh, you set my expectations when we got to PAX. You know, uh, my expectations for every developer or every uh, project manager uh, mm -hmm. or every voice of the company mm -hmm. from there on. Like, if, if if that level of passion isn't there, I'm not engaged. Mm -hmm. You understand? And um, and you keep that same energy. It, it was nothing funny with you because when we, when we met up later on, Mm -hmm. same energy same energy different place same energy facts you understand so you you, you are a respected honorable member of the mm -hmm. realm and um is is a pleasure to know you all right mm -hmm. um likewise gentlemen likewise thank you mm -hmm. i want y'all to understand this is this is the new spot and mm -hmm. nothing no disrespect to the old spot mm -hmm. um we still cool is no red versus blue pick a side type of thing. <laughs> exactly. Um, you know, because you know, in this in this climate, everybody is pick a side. There's, there's no mm -hmm. pick a side. All Stay up. subscribed over there, subscribe yes. over here, mm -hmm. hit those likes over there, hit those likes over here. Mm -hmm. You understand? Um, we're at a point where we have to grow in certain directions. Mm -hmm. Uh combat talk would have been going on last night. It didn't go on last night because I knew Andrade was gonna beat player uh two. You understand? <laughs> um he was supposed to fight uh Billy Joe Saunders, test mm -hmm. positive uh for mm -hmm. bad stuff. Um now we have uh KOS popping up. You'll understand what that is later. The mm -hmm. t-shirts is popping in the store. Yes. Hit the link below. Yes. Uh make sure you go to the store. Now it's not just t-shirts there, guys. Don't even get it twisted. You got leggings for ladies, you got socks because it's cold right now. Winter time is here. Those hoodies, let's get those Winter's hoodies coming. on. And we got those mugs uh to, to drink your cocoa, your coffee. <laughs> you know, you at work. Let's let's just let's show in the description. that that iron lord uh love. Let's 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 get that out there. Mm -hmm. Also we 
we have big things coming up with shows. Right now, we're planning E3 for next year. The mm -hmm. compound will be there, bigger and better and in, in, in effect. Facts. We'll be doing interviews castle. and stuff from the castle. Um, castle. Let me tell you, man. Mm -hmm. well, is, are, 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 you, are, you, are you building a castle in L.A. or something? Is that what's oh, going on? Oh, you got to see what we're doing. Yeah, it's, it's Yo, like King's got it, some it, stuff. It, well, <laughs> it's, it's in the chat. Just jump How inside the chat and check show? it out. Because you, you muted the chat. <laughs> you oh, muted the chat. Just go back inside yeah. the chat. In there. <laughs> what you be saying? Right. I get um, on there and there's like 40, 50 new messages. I ain't doing that's that. That's your problem. That's not there. a my problem. That's the your problem. <laughs> Look, man, I think we need a, a serious, serious chat, okay? <laughs> go ahead, well, I, I, want you to, I want you to understand. Listen, mm -hmm. Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Fact. Follow, like, subscribe. Mm -hmm. Let's make this thing happen. We have... Uh, uh, oh, Mm -hmm. This the 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 sweepstakes the um yes Red Dead giveaway I'm putting it in the we, description exactly man we got games I want to give away a system to somebody this year I want mm -hmm. you to get a system if you don't have an Xbox One X or you don't have a PlayStation Pro or you don't have a Switch and that's the system that you want well what are we trying to get that stuff so to you that over here well if, <laughs> if you can't get it because you are void mm -hmm. all right no but listen man y'all have a blessed day. Uh, let's watch this football if that's what you do, or go out and have fun with the kids, man. Exactly. Yeah. Again, shout out to Lord King for that. Obviously, the links for the description for the ILP storefront, and like I said, all the latest royal swag is up in there. Again, not just shirts. Winter is coming. We got the hoodies. We got the sweaters. We got more stuff coming. More colorways. Please check that out. And of course, do not miss our Red Dead giveaway. There's four to five days left. Please get in there. Follow the instructions to get a chance to win a digital copy of Red Dead, the game of your choice. Choice, the platform of your choice so please check that out right there and obviously like i said lord rick an absolute pleasure to have him in the realm talking please salute kingdom come deliverance it's a fantastic game you really really doing yourself a disservice to have him checked it out again flashpoint 35 is currently up on the channel with ebontis youtube gaming's own he's doing well out here and that's our passion project so if you want the latest in destiny check that out and of course the patreon is up we're going to be doing a couple of edits i'm working with law soft on that so stay tuned tuned for that and if anybody has anything else left to say if not everybody enjoy your sunday peace